Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I am your host, Wesley. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And today we're talking about Survivor 45, episode 11. Uh, We're now down to the final six because fan favorite Emily just got knocked out of the game. I know. Oh, I'm crying. What cry, cry, are, cry. Is that your real emotion <laughs> or your joke emotion? No, I mean, so after I had time to think about it after last week's episode, I knew Emily was probably going to go home soon. Just based on the edit and based on how much she was playing too hard too quickly. I didn't quite expect her to go out the way she did tonight, but I was it, it didn't completely surprise me, I guess is all I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm genuinely sad because she's been my winner pick since almost the very beginning, like episode two or three, she's been my winner pick. So obviously I'm pretty sad about it, but at the same time, I'm still enjoying watching the season and, you know, trying to figure out, okay, well, who's going to take that number one spot for me. And tomorrow, Mary and I will be doing a full blown winner analysis. Now, apparently according to Mary, I said last week that because Emily had such a good episode, she was going to be gone this week. You did. I say according to Mary, because I don't remember Mm -hmm. this. This week has been a, not a tough week, a, a mentally taxing week due to the videos I was working on. Mm-hmm. One in particular was, uh, I, it's called the C or the I forget the exact title. It's I just so put bad he blacked today. it out. <laughs> it's like it was mentally taxing because it was uh, about the the moments in Survivor history that like tanked a season and made him go dark. Mm-hmm. And of course, that includes like Island of the Idols. So once you reference that, I think people will know like what kind of video I made. So I made this video all about that. And so like that's like been on the brain for quite a few days now. I just finished it, put it on Patreon today. Uh, so I completely forgot about what I even said last week. I just know who I have ranked where basically. So I'm glad Mary reminded me. Yes. I do remember Emily having a big episode last week. I remember all the other episodes. I don't remember why last week I blacked out, but yeah, Emily had a big episode last week and she goes home this week. I think the whole episode though kind of told us that was going to happen. Like it was actually very well telegraphed. Mm -hmm. The Austin thing felt like a decoy. Yeah. She was mad at Austin. Yeah. We can talk about that when we get there, but but yeah, I definitely didn't feel as solid as as her wanting Emily out for sure. Yeah, uh, Julie versus Emily was the whole episode. I mean, they set pretty well and we knew Julie had an idol. We knew when it was going to expire. You know, we did get a little bit of Austin. Like, I want to flush my own idol out. I mean, in a sense, that is what happened tonight. That is what happened tonight. Got it out of her pocket. That was a big mistake by Austin, so, apparently. We are going to go chronologically through the episode, but that, I mean, that's that's our feelings we record this right after the episode ends so mm-hmm. sometimes married people ask me like why don't you talk about like the confession the time spent in confessionals on the show and it's like mm. the, every time i see that post on reddit it's like saturday we record this right after right. the episode yeah and then we're doing winter analysis tomorrow morning like i ain't got time to wait till saturday you know right. so <laughs> that's valid though because i mean you can get a confessional talking about your big toe or whatever but I understand what you're yeah. saying. No, yeah, no, I yeah. understand. It's a very important thing. I'm just, I, I think I need to address it now before I forget. Otherwise I will forget to address it. Somebody asked, uh, I think a few weeks in a row and that's the answer. So, all right. So let's start the episode with Julie. Uh, again, they clarified just like they did last week that Julie has the idol. Austin does not have it anymore because mm-hmm. I was get even last week, Mary, I've been seeing comments like Austin has two idols. Austin has two idols. I'm like, did you even watch last week's episode? Right. You know, did you pay attention two weeks ago when he gave it right. to Julie? So, Oh, yeah. It was the very first thing in the previously on Survivor. And it was almost like the exact same clip from last time previously on Survivor. Yeah. yeah. Felt like copy pasted almost. 
Uh, people are ecstatic that Bruce is gone. And we all got the confessional <laughs> we were waiting for from Katura. Yeah. Well, we were all waiting for it. We didn't know exactly what she was going to say, but basically she's enjoying the silence. Bruce isn't lecturing her. I, I mean, I don't know if I believe her that, that they come back from tribal and Bruce lectures her, but I get, I think it's a joke. Yeah. It's more of just like in general, Bruce okay. lectures her. Could you imagine after every tribal Bruce like is counseling her on the last <laughs> Not tribal? Katura, when you wrote the name down. <laughs> I couldn't quite understand your spelling, Katura. <laughs> If you could write more clearly with bold font, I would appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bruce. All right. So Emily uh, then snitches on herself to everybody. Yeah, this was not a good move. I'm, no. I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming she's thinking like during management, like I need to let everyone know I did this. But at the same time, you can do that at Final Travel. What did she say? Like, I, I don't have it verbatim, of course. But do you remember what she said? Basically, she just said, you know, so I pulled Bruce aside and told him, Julie's not working with you. She's gunning for you. And I, and I don't remember why that was important, but basically, and that was the main thing that we heard her say, but basically just talk, talking about the plan of making Bruce feel safe and comfortable so he wouldn't play the idol. Mm. But she did say, I mean, I remember thinking, why are you saying, you know, to Julie's face, oh, I told Bruce that you were gunning for him. Like, it's just not, Again, Emily's not known for her best social moves. Yeah. Wasn't a good social move. It almost felt like it was full circle. Right. Not to episode one necessarily, but definitely to early game Emily. Yeah. And it is just she was almost oblivious, really. Like, she's just being honest. Like, that's what she told Bruce. And that's what happened. And it was true. From what I remember, everybody was kind of gunning for Bruce. And I'm sure Julie was also. But it just it was too specific. You do not ever have to be that specific when going into a conversation they even didn't, she didn't even have to tell them well no exactly that's what i'm saying she didn't have to say anything if you want to let somebody know about your big moves you you do some of these things especially social ones you t- you talk about it more at the final travel she could have said yeah i i really made sure bruce felt comfortable i told him everything was fine <laughs> you know she could have still revealed her plan of making bruce feel comfortable without giving all these specifics that makes it believable. I mean, when you're telling a story, usually the more specific you can be, the more believable it is. But at the same time, you just you've got to be super careful. Fine balance. I hope Emily, when she gets voted off, felt dumb for not trying something at final final eight. We all said it last yeah, week. She We're should like, have last week. Emily blew it. Like we say other people blew it, but truly Emily could have made something happen. And she didn't really try last week. Mm-hmm. Bruce had an idol. Mm-hmm. Emily could have had Bruce selfishly play it for himself. Which, right. <laughs> and then they could have put, thrown their votes. Yes. Which Because she's like, Bruce won't play his out for anyone else. We Okay. Play it for some hours. So now I'm unblacking out from last week. I'm remembering. Yeah. Uh, it's all coming back to me now. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, she could have done that. So, like, this, I can't sit here and say Emily, like, played it perfectly and just. You know, it just didn't work out for her tonight. No, she blew it last week. Last week, mm-hmm. she should have Bruce play his idol, and they should have thrown her, Bruce, and Jake, thrown the votes in whoever they wanted, and they could have got that person out. Well, yes. Instead, they threw votes on Jake. Like, I think what? They, they knew it, was, it would have still been a tie, so would it have been... Why? How many votes did Bruce get last week? Well, no, no you're right. Bruce, Bruce got four, yeah. and Jake got three. Wait, that's not right. That must be right. So Bruce got five and Jake got three. Huh. So. I'm looking right now. I'm just double checking the count from last week. Yes. They, I, I'm sorry. Your math is right. If 
all four of them have banded together. It's four, three, one last right. week. And all four of the Reba four voted for Bruce. Yes, they could have picked who they wanted to So go. there's four votes thrown on Jake last week. Uh, and this is important to this week's discussion. That's why we're talking about it. Austin D. Drew. And I'm assuming Julie all threw votes on. No, Austin D. Drew all threw votes on Jake. Everyone except for Bruce threw votes on on Bruce. Bruce, yes. So there, if as I said, yeah, if Bruce, I see the thing. So if Bruce, Emily, and Jake, Jake all threw votes on somebody, on anybody, yeah, yeah, that person would have gone home. It would have been a tie between. It would have been tied and they would have had to re-vote between Jake and whoever they voted for. Well, that's what I was saying. But if Reba for all four voted oh. for Bruce and all four of those but votes are didn't. negated. They didn't all vote for Bruce. Right. Because they, they threw one on Jake. That's Austin right. Austin D. Drew all that's voted right. yes. for Jake. I think so that's probably a, why Emily was thinking. Uh, she was just trying to go for the easier vote yeah. and trusted her alliance. And it didn't end up working out for her. I mean, to be fair. Bruce playing the idol. That's why they threw v- votes on Jake. Yes. Yeah. And to be fair, Emily trusted her alliance and her alliance didn't vote for her tonight. It was only one vote. It was only Julie. Yep. But, you know. Well, but then again, I mean, Austin did her dirty. Yes. So the person that she was, was trusting who she was really banking on clearly yes. here at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pro here's here's where Emily went wrong. All right. Emily's not single. She should have tried to flirt with Austin. She should have <laughs> been single going into the island. As oh. far as I'm aware. She has a boyfriend for 10 years now, right? She said that last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 years. She should have nixed that relationship, been single, flirted with Austin. Austin would have been at her will, and then she could have had her way. Okay. All for that million dollars. Okay. Sorry, 10-year boyfriend, the million dollars. You're gone. I mean, it's only 600 grand after Obama takes it, but a million's a million until Obama comes and takes 400 grand of it, as we learned previously. So. But I'm uh, but anyway, so yeah, it would have been rough last week still, but I mean, there was just seemed like there's, we said it last week, there's just people sitting on their hands, what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Letting Reba before run the game, and here they are. Essentially, by the way, even though all the votes are in Julie, they ran the game again tonight. Drew's the only one trying to make something happen, and I think we should talk about that when we get there, but we're trying to go chronological. Yeah, we're trying. I think we're just like, mostly like, flabbergasted. So, Austin is so excited that, that Reba has the majority, the final, and they say, or Drew says, let's make this a final four. And I'm like, how has this never come up before? Yeah. Well, Drew is like, is everybody still good about final four? Is are, that what he said? We, yeah. He says, oh. we're, we're committing, right, guys? Like, kind of unsure or whatever. And like, yes, yes. Well, I, okay. So Austin and Deep both say, yes, of course. What are you talking about? They never showed Julie agree. I'm sure she probably did. And they just left it out. They instead show her yawn. Yeah. So. Oh. Well, maybe she did yawn. Maybe she did yawn. <laughs> I, obviously, she yawned, but maybe instead of answering. That's what I'm saying. Maybe she did yawn instead of answering. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. But, I mean, Drew, he has no reason to start to break up this Final Four yet. Why not just go to the Final Four and then let the chips They're fall where they so may on the fire making? They're all Julie winning. Yeah. Oh, no. Mama Julie. Though, to be fair, when Emily voted for Julie tonight, she did say... If Julie reaches final three, I'm voting yes. for you. Mm-hmm. So Which maybe is- our assumptions are unfounded on how big of a threat Julie is. Yes. We know she's not winning factually based. I mean, I say factually. I don't based know Based on the story and the editing. Mm, come I on. I don't know that. Nope. I'm going to come over there. I'm going to kiss you. By the way, she's my wife. I'm going to go over there. I'm going <laughs> to kiss you. And then hopefully I will transfer 
knowing it to you. How how do you sometimes, know Julie's not winning? Sometimes you are straight on the money and sometimes you're not. And this is the one where I feel... You're saying my money's curved this episode? <laughs> curved my I money? I feel like Julie still has a chance, especially with Dee. But anyways, especially with how much they keep talking about how well she's liked. Like if she gets to the end, I think she has a great chance. I'm not relying completely on the edit. I'm always relying I know on the you edit. That's what the show's about. I know. I mean, that's what the winner story's about. And hey, like, I might sleep on it and completely agree with yeah. you, which is what happened last week. Last week I was like, no, Emily's still great. And then I slept on it and thought about it for a day or two. And I'm like, no, he's probably right. That's why we do a separate winner analysis the next day, because you and I both will sleep on it. I mean, I'm sure Rebecca's changes. She just doesn't do the Wednesday podcast. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you sleep on it and you're like, next day you got more time to think about it. And you're like, oh, no, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, for rankings, every every week I feel like I've changed my rankings are not the same. <laughs> so for them, I mean, the, our top, our top two, two well, usually this week, are, upset. Emily's well, gone. yeah, obviously my my top one and your top two are gone. Yeah, but my number two's gone. So mm-hmm. definitely gonna shake things, some things up. Big things are changing. Uh, D says her relationship with Austin is developing, and finally mm-hmm. we get some insight into what they've been teasing. It feels like for a couple weeks now. Yeah, I feel like it's not that deep yet. It's just like the start of something. Well, it's and not that both, deep for D. They're both super focused on the game. Yeah. I mean, Austin brought up Boston, Rob, and Amber. And yes. do you know Jeff was like, <laughs> yes, somebody bring it up. I wish Matt and Franny had done last season so I could show the footage. Any chance to bring up Rob and Amber. Any chance they can get to yes. bring Boston, Rob, They were on the their Instagram, Survivor's Instagram this week at some point. Boston, Rob, and Amber? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why I'm uh, sure I saw that, that post. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure that's why is because it came up in the episode. I mean, it's cute. It's sweet. They're going to eat sushi and watch Survivor after they get out of the game. Five and hours like, ago, Survivor, yeah, vo- po- posted one where Jeff's. Yeah, why would Jeff even be looking at that? Is that a spoiler? Is Austin going to lose to Julie and then propose? I mean, sorry, lose to, to, lose to Julie. Lose to Dean and propose to her? <laughs> it's possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> and he That'd did say wild. he did say tonight that he would rather d1 like if he can't win he wants yeah. d to win sure i mean if is, he can't win yeah and d doesn't say anything like that no. <laughs> except for t- about julie d I th- says, basically d says she doesn't want to play too emotional yes and even next week in survivor she's like you know i'm worried about my emotions mm-hmm. but well, and she tells Austin she was determined not to have a showmance when she came out. Yeah. You know. They're both the same age, by the way. Like, it, it, like it fits. It's not like this is nonsense. This, this fits. I don't know if they're still dating today because they haven't revealed anything on social media mm-hmm. as far as I know. Uh, so, so I'll be interested to find out. Be very after. interested to find out. D does promise Austin final three here, though. Yes. She's not going to cut him. Yes. We've already heard from Austin and Julie how they're not going to cut D. Mm-hmm. Even tonight. When when Julie had a chance, yeah, I think that Drew is alienating himself. I think he a lot of the reason he started this whole thing is because he feels insecure in the in the re before. Sure, he feels on the outs, so he feels like he needs to make a move, which he's probably right. But he just exasperated the situation. I think the re before was really tight until he decided to make this move. Uh, Yeah, I think also Drew might have, and I say this as nice as possible because it's not a diss you might have personal issues with secure you know with with feeling yeah. secure himself i mean last week he talked about how during the i segment the boy segment how 
he's never really been a part of the boys. He's only viewed right. them from like an anthropological, whatever the word is, anthropological distance. Mm-hmm. So he's never felt like he's part of the group. Like he's part of it. Like he has, you know, like he's yeah. a cool guy. Mm-hmm. So those insecurities, that's the word I was really looking for. Not the other thing, but I do stand by it that I think that insecurity might be a personal problem. And he, it's coming up here because he doesn't want to fail. Mm-hmm. Cause maybe a lot of what he, how he values himself is based on his success as a person. Yes. Like, you I know, agree. he puts a lot of value of himself into the, so, and that, so we're looking at why people do things. It goes mm-hmm. beyond on paper. How is people's emotions are involved? These are humans right. playing a game. And that's why mm-hmm. the, the show is so interesting. Cause if it was just robots. <laughs> right. That's why there's boring. Right. That's why this, this show can be so similar and yet so different all the time because mm-hmm. people are similar and vastly different. I mean, why is Drew throwing the pot next week? Because that is not a, oh, guys, let's have some fun. That was an angry throw. Yes, that was a little tantrum. That was something. (laughs) Yeah, we'll find out. I mean, it could be he saw a spider, but I don't think so. (laughs) I know. Could you next time on Survivor? He's actually just threw it because, yeah, like something was in the pot. Dumb. (laughs) It better be an actual angry throw. I will. I will actually feel. A little upset if they, but I, I understand why they pretend people are going to go and then they don't go. Yeah. But I don't, don't, don't do that. Don't tease a fight and not have it. Do I need to hide the pots and pans? I'm not Drew. <laughs> oh, when Drew comes over? <laughs> no. Or is this Basile? When, is you, Basile? Say, when you said you were going to be upset if they don't Oh, no, go. I will not be reenacting Drew with my own stuff. Good. Okay. But if I go over to somebody else's house, can't promise anything. Okay. I can't. I can't promise anything. Don't invite us over. Anyone. My question is: Is the Basile side of Drew coming out? Is maybe, this the Basile maybe this side? Is, maybe this is the Basile side. Like when he fought with Jake last week, was that the Basile side? That was I definitely need, the Basile. I side. need clarification. Mm-hmm. He said in episode one, "There's two sides of him. Two sides of Drew. He's he's like a uh, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, or in this case, Drew and Basile." So, all right, uh, Jake and Katura then talk about. Jake says, what do you see about the apple cart? He says he hoped he upset the apple cart. Yeah. Which, by the way, sure was like, is that a phrase? I looked it up. It actually yes, is. Yes, it is a phrase. Like a really old phrase. Yeah, it's kind of an older phrase. Yeah. He lives with his grandma, okay? It does make sense. <laughs> Nana probably says it all the time. <laughs> Nana's probably talking about those apple carts. And Jake's like, Nana, it's 2023. Nobody's <laughs> using apple carts anymore. Nana's like, well, let me tell you about back in my day. I mean, she is 80 something. I thought you said, well, it, so. I knew immediately what he was talking about. Well, I'm glad you did. I, I looked it up real quick. So I'm like, that sounds familiar. But Jake's right. Like, I'll say things all the time. And I'm like, like it came out of my mouth. It sounds right. <laughs> and I clearly learned this word from a book because I don't ever say it. Oh, sure enough. OK. But then sometimes I'll be like, no, I use that in the totally wrong context. Yes. So that has happened. Yeah. I'm sure it's never happened on this podcast, though. I always have thorough notes and i double check everything yes. before i record anything Always. of course all right so katara offers to work with jake though and as she should as she should and we're back to her fake lawyer story because bruce is done mm-hmm. can't talk about how she hate bruce when he's not there i mean mm-hmm. I, I maybe she could but they did chose not to show that if she did so we're back to the only other storyline they gave her in episode one that they haven't really followed up much on since She's not really a lawyer or she is a lawyer. It's funny, though, when she's talking to Jake and Jake's like, you know, you remind me of a lot of people I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when Sarah talked to Tony in Kai Guyon. He's like, I'm not a cop. I'm a construction worker. And she's <laughs> like, 
Uh, you remind me of a cop. <laughs> you act like all the other cops I know. <laughs> what? No, I'm a construction worker. Uh, in this case, Katura's like, no, I'm definitely not a lawyer. No way. And then Julie shows up. I'm like, oh, look, it's all, the, all three lawyers together. I'm surprised they actually didn't come up. I was waiting for it. Yeah. When she said I w- wanted to tell everyone my story, I'm like, so you're going to reveal now? That yeah, I thought she revealed the lawyer story. Um, but no, her story was much more interesting. <laughs> yeah. So Mary, tell everyone about this. So last week I said we had like half a sob story. It was a lead up for this one. This is oh. the real thing. Yeah. This is the real thing about her mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, apparently Katura, um, in fifth grade, her family joined this religious cult and got pulled out of public school and was quote unquote homeschooled for like a little bit. That's what bit. they told the government. Well, yeah, and then her mom got a job and no one was teaching her and she was just home alone, I guess. I don't know. That was confusing or was not elaborated on. And then she had to work a bunch, which I again, I'm confused when that happened because she was young and she eventually gets to go back to school at 13 when their religious cult leader decided that she was going to be his next wife. And so her mom was like, okay, that's where her mom was like finally drawing the line, which is good. And they ran away and good for them. They got out of it. Um, so she missed years and years of school. From fifth grade to 13, though, I, I think it's like, what, three years? You What, did great, what age do you get out of fifth grade at? In, at 10? Yeah, 10. No, it's like 11. No. Because you start high what? school. Yes. Oh, you could be right. I'm thinking it know. through. We have a nephew who's currently in what grade? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I think you get out of fifth terrible. grade at 10. You end sixth grade at 11, you end seventh grade at 12, you end eighth grade at 13, and then you go to high school 13. And yeah, I mean, it's always. And this is under the assumption your birthday is in between the high school nine months. Okay. Like, not exact math. Not everyone's you. But I'm saying is basically she missed three years of school, all of middle school. There we go. Basically, she missed middle school. Not the worst years to miss, by the way. That is very true. Not the worst years to miss. Uh, And the silver lining to this terrible cloud because the cult ain't great. I see why she made no contact with her mom, you know. Yeah, I'm sure there was several reasons for that because that was a long time ago. But sure some of us have a family family member you're like, I have no contact or I wish I had no contact with. Mary, do you have anybody like that? Not besides really. me, besides me, besides me. No, I wouldn't okay, say just that. Told you. <laughs> besides me. Anna. Anyways, back to Katura. <laughs> so she goes back to high school at 14, realizes a bunch of stuff about herself. And that's when she decided she's going to become a lawyer and help people. Mm-hmm. So she didn't tell that last part to to Julie and Jake. Is this going to be her final tribal reveal if she reaches there? By the way, I'm a lawyer. And everyone's like, oh, <gasps> Jake's like, yeah, Gasp. that makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah. OK, saying. that lines up with what I was saying the other day. Right. Mm, yeah. We'll is this wait. her Sammy is 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 actually 19 moment. Remember when Sammy told everyone they were like, but not really what no no one cared really <laughs> it's definitely everyone possible. just kind of laughed at sammy being 19 mm-hmm. everyone's gonna is everyone gonna laugh kind of laugh at katura if she reached the end and says this well i mean she doesn't have to wait for final travel she could just be at the reunion i mean their re- quote-unquote reunion show yeah. true the after show i guess true she but guys i actually have something to tell you just like tell them tell them <laughs> katura <laughs> anyways so I, we talked about how that's possibly a sign Katura is going to go home next week because she finally got her sob story. I don't know. I think it, whoever's smart will probably take her to the end. Some people have said this in the comments for this week's questions. When we, we haven't got there yet, but they point out Kendra got a sob story about her dad mm-hmm. went home the next week. 
Mm-hmm. Then who was next? I don't know. Was it? There's somebody in between because Bruce was last week, and then you go. Oh Kelly. no, sorry. It was no. It was. It was. Kendra got one. Then she went. I don't think Kelly got one. Then she went. I don't think Kelly got. Kelly got one. I don't think Kelly got one. Yeah, I don't. But know. Kendra got one. Then she went the next week. Bruce got one. Then he went the next week after he got it. And then Emily got one. She went home the next week yeah, after she got they, it. That's it. And even though Kelly was voted off in the I midst of that, story. Or, yeah. no, Kelly's voted off right before Kendra. Yeah. Uh huh. So we've had a, three weeks in a row now where this happened. So it's like, is Katura gone next week? I mean, should I vote Katura on the My Picks app to go home next week? That's my question. I don't know if I feel that strongly about it. I, I don't know if I feel that strongly <laughs> about it either. But I am saying the only people currently with sob stories because the Matt chat is is dead. They finally killed it. Good. After what? Hooray. 30, season 33 through 44, the Matt chat had held strong. Also, though, the edit lined up with who was winning. It wasn't just the match chat. It wasn't the match chat by itself was carrying. Like sure. Emily had clear signs where like, oof, I mean the match out there, sure, but like clear signs here. This is I don't know if she's winning. So this season, they killed it. Mm-hmm. Sob story theory, I think, is in full effect. Only people with sob stories on the show are Katura, Jake, and D. The only people left now. The only people on the show currently, yeah. The only people left in the final six. I mean Julie Austin hasn't got one yet. I feel like we know what Julie's story is. Okay, but it wasn't in the show. How we haven't gotten any? Yes, it. Mm-mm. You watched it in a secret scene. We talked about this like three weeks ago. Yeah, I, I remember her having content in a secret scene. But I'm saying, she, but she talks about all the time in the show her past. Did she get pictures? There were from no pictures. Flashbacks. Then it's not. A, it's not it. Okay. It's not it. Not <laughs> if it. you could see me right now, I'm holding, I'm holding, I'm holding a pipe, and I'm acting like I'm directing. <laughs> That's it's so not weird. It. You're not holding a pipe. You're holding a mic holder. This is not a mic. It holds my mic. Yeah, yes, when my mic's pipe. not being used. <laughs> like who goes around and grabs a pipe? You know, just house. like in video games, you just go around picking up pipes when you run out of ammo with the gun. <laughs> pipe. That's what I'm holding right now. All right, it ain't it. If you don't get pictures with the yellow yellow transition flashback, it ain't it. And Drew doesn't have one either. It was all in the secret scene. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a shame, by the way. I think I hope for forty six that that gets rectified. I hope if that I don't want see I don't want sob stories and secret scenes unless they're gone pre jury, because I don't want to be in this position where I'm like, okay, I know Drew and Julie can't win. Mm-hmm. I I mean, like according sure, to your sob theory, which well, this would be the first. Come on, come on. No, the I past don't. four seasons, the winners have all had one. I I know. I understand. Now you're probably right. I'm not, this very valid. There's evidence to back it up. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not going crazy. But I'm just saying it's still possible. I mean, you know, I guess technically Jeff does say when you win immunity, you have a one in whatever chance. But Jeff doesn't know about the edit either. He's just on the island. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff isn't watching the show. He just says things. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's just doing his job, Mary. Cut him some slack. Anyways, so I got way off track there. So next. Uh, But anyways, yes. So Mary, as a fellow homeschooler, not me, I I wasn't homeschooled. I went to, I was in the mean streets of public school. Yes. But you and Rebecca Mm -hmm. both were homeschooled. Mm -hmm. Now, were you homeschooled because your family was in a cult? No. That you know of. I know of. (laughs) You turned out just fine. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm. I had very consistent, my mom was there teaching us all the time. Yeah. Okay. So your mom didn't abandon you to go to join a cult? No. That's a very important part of the process. I just want to double check. Okay, and also, but. my mom had an education degree. So <laughs> I just want to make sure because at first she said she was got homeschooled. I was like, oh no! I was like, is there a ba- is there a sob story just that she got homeschooled? And I was like, oh, cult. Okay. I was like, yeah. that's legit. legit. Like that's I 
when I say it doesn't, that doesn't feel forced, like fair because last week she got that letter from her mom mm-hmm. who she had no contact with because her mom joined a cult and was clearly a terrible parent. So I, what I'm saying is that Katura's felt very much earned. It was set up and everything. Yeah. Jake's as well. Mm-hmm. Dee's is the only one that was here who I, I personally felt like it was forced. People can disagree. It's okay. I personally feel like Dee's was forced. Jake's was probably set up. Katura's was probably set up from the people who remaining left in the game. I'm waiting for Austin's in some sense, like secret scene or not. Right. Yeah. Where's Austin's? Is it going to be next week and then Austin gets voted off finale? Probably. Like we're just going to do one a week <laughs> where people are going the next week. Is is that like the running theory? I mean, like you Couture get one, you're gone next, next week. week then yeah. yeah, I would. If Katura goes next week, like. I can't deny it. You know, clench your butt cheek if the person you're rooting for gets one, you know, because they're probably gone next. The death sentence. <laughs> well, the only person who can get one now, I guess, is Austin. So. All right. Uh, Katura talks about her. Okay. So. We then have a boat show up, and I was like, oh my gosh, could we not? But it wasn't too bad, actually. Because nothing happened? Nothing, <laughs> well, no, besides that, I mean, nothing was happening. But what I've all, I think what I've said very consistently is that if we're going to do some sort of journey, give us an option to, to, to not do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Number one, you didn't have to draw a rock out of the bag. They said, oh, is that if multiple people, people yeah. want to do it, those people draw rocks out of the mm-hmm. bag. So everyone just kind of as a group agreed to do it. Everyone felt socially pressured to do it clearly because Emily, I guess, didn't really want to go, even though she drew the rock. Yeah. From what I gathered. Uh, so you didn't have to draw a rock. I like that. Mm-hmm. And well, I think it did say that someone is going to get on this boat. Yes. Well, OK, so somebody was forced to go. But but I think at this point in the game. Sure, there will be people who want to go. There's somebody's yeah, going to want to yeah. go. Like it's that, still a choice whether to choose the rock. It's a super fair assumption. It. Yeah. And even if you were forced to go, like let's say they, they like nobody wanted to go and somebody had to go. Mm-hmm. You got there, you had a choice to back out of it. Yeah, that's true. I'm mm-hmm. very appreciative of the fact that not only did you not have to want to go on the boat, but also you didn't have to do whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You could just say no and that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. I, I am grateful for that. <laughs> that's why I think they handled that right. If they had to do it, that was the right way to do it. And I think that's how they should always do a journey. Like you have the option to just do nothing. Now, the unfortunate part is you go back and people don't, may not believe that nothing mm-hmm. happened. Well, all you really have to do is be like, here's my bag. I'll take my shirt off, take my shorts off. What look through my hair? I don't have anything like that's kind of easy to. Depends on who you are. I'm not sure if everyone wants to take their shirt off, but I get your point. You know what I'm saying? Check me. Check me. Fe- right. Pat me down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pat me down. Check my bag. I don't yeah. have anything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I will say though that you're in a tough spot no matter what because people are just gonna assume. Yes, people mm-hmm. are just gonna assume, mm-hmm. and not everybody feels comfortable with. I remember, remember in uh, I hate to bring up the season. Remember the season that won't will not be named. The girl hid it in her hair. That was so smart. Yes, hid like the uh, idol or whatever she got from mm-hmm. Island of the you know the place the season name. Yes, yes, that was so smart because she did the same thing. She's like check everything. Check everything, knowing they weren't going to go through her hair. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's always an inventive way and you just never know. I guess so. That's but, true. Yeah. Emily is super straightforward. And I don't think, I mean, people were like, D especially was like, I don't believe her, but I don't think that act, this actually affected whether she was going tonight or not. No. I don't think this was the deciding factor. No. I do think though, it didn't help at the beginning of the episode where she said, I did the Bruce thing. Right. No, that did not help. No. Yeah. I mean, you had one confessional of julie saying i'm worried about emily going on this journey because you never know what will happen mm-hmm. but 
That was basically it. And then the one, of course, after she gets back where Dee's saying, I don't believe her. We do get a conversation between Drew and Julie, though. I don't know if I noted this, but Drew and Julie were like, huh, Emily, she's kind of getting a resume now. Mm-hmm. Things are happening. Yeah. Emily's moving up the ranks. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the Bruce thing that really brought that to the front of the mind. Yes. She should have that to herself. Yeah. And Julie's like, oh, we, we should, you know, maybe target her next. And Drew's like, oh, yeah, maybe just. Maybe not right now. Well, no, Drew says you want to try a tricky move with your idol. And Julie said no. Yes. And then he, <laughs> well, I thought that's, then he said. I'm not sure what order this conversation happened in, but all these events took place. Yeah. No, I have it written down. I said, <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Julie says she doesn't want to take Emily to the end and she's getting a resume. She's going to be a big jury threat. And then Drew says, yeah, but maybe not today. Today's not that day. So, but then he, but when did he ask her about getting tricky at the idol? But th- cut to a confessional of him saying, I'm not sure about the Rio before. Cut yeah. back to them on the beach saying. Oh, because it's not Emily wants to target. You want to target a Reba. Yeah, Yes. You I want see. to target everybody. Do you want to do something see. crazy with your idol? And she says, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Especially with Drew. I mean, we've got these like really touching moments with Drew and Julie, like crying on the beach and hugging. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously connected and they have a good relationship. But at the same time, I think Drew just is the weakest of the four, like we've talked about, because of his insecurity. And you can just tell that when somebody's like really anxious and not really sure about what's going on, it feels hard to trust them with important things like your idol because that's your life in the game. So, yeah, she. Sh- it is weird that we've never really seen like Austin asking Julie for it back because, I, I don't know, I just want to see what that looked like and see how Julie handled it. Apparently, it didn't go well. No. Because she still has the idol and she used it for herself and she was able to do that. So, yeah. D's, D, Julie's relationship with D saved her tonight. Yes. Because it wasn't nothing else. Yes. That was the only thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Austin's inability to ask well, for his idol back. Austin's relationship with D saved her tonight. That's too. true. Yeah. Basically. Well, but yeah, but that's because of D. D. Austin isn't having a one way relationship with D. D is having a relationship with Austin. And therefore, yes, yes I understand. D single handedly saved Julie tonight. Mm-hmm. D needs to put Julie on the jury. Yes, I agree. Probably she If D could that. slap Austin and Julie on the jury, those are two votes mm-hmm. out of eight. And here we had another instance where D says, I will never write Julie's name down. Proceeds to write Julie's name down. Sure, knowing that she's probably going to play the idol, but like people say stuff in this game all the time and then things change. Yes. She says she'll never write Dave down, but it's with the thought of I'm not trying to get her out. She said that to her, but she also told her to play her idol, negate my vote for you tonight. So, sure. I think this, yes, technically you're correct. Sentiment wise, though, she knew her vote was going to be negated. Right. There was no intention to get Julie out. It was all it was all a show. It's kind of like when JT in Token Cheens voted for coach or sorry, didn't vote for coach, voted with coach, knowing for a fact coach is already gone. Mm-hmm. The votes were there. Mm-hmm. He just did to appease coach. So when coach goes to the jury, he'll vote for him. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, the same thing here. I get it. Yeah. Appease Julie or appease whoever. Uh, and in this case, also, you don't get blood in your hands with Emily. Mm hmm. Though Emily seemed to show the most respect for Julie. Yes. Emily. So I don't know who she'll have the most respect for when Julie's gone. Or if Julie's at the end, will Ju- Emily be like Julie's only vote? I don't know. 
I don't know, all these people talking about how big of a threat Julie is. The show has not made a point to make that like thought by us. Right. She's gotten way more con- content in the past couple weeks than in the whole season. Yeah. Who but is Julie? Even then, most of her content, I think, is, is kind of been about like how voting people out hurts her, you know, and it's it's hard to vote people out. Not not necessarily. I mean, I feel like we know her kind of as a person, but we haven't got to see her make any strategy moves really except for the one tonight where she tried to approach emily and jake says i know they're not going to do it and then plays her idol you know bad social play by her when drew asked her do you want to trick you with the idol she should have said what do you mean like or what do you yeah thinking? like what are you thinking about yeah, yeah. just and we already know drew ain't that great socially and we're seeing the re- repercussions mm-hmm. last week when he was arguing with jake if drew reaches the end by the way i think he's gonna struggle to get votes uh especially if he's sitting next if drew's sitting next to d austin's voting for d yeah who's drew get votes from i don't know so Drew and then he's throwing like a he's throwing the pot next week if that is what we think it is and not a misdirection. Mm-hmm. Drew is just not great socially. We've been saying it since like episode I don't know two or whenever. At least the, when the Brando thing happened, we were like locked in like oh Drew is not good socially. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and again this this is part of his personality, part of who he's he 22. is. But also that's what I was going to say. He's twenty two. I mean he's still young. He's still figuring things out. So hopefully he's learning a lot on the island and this experience helps him to grow, which it, I mean, it does. Like You think I was an amazing podcaster at 22? No, I was not. (laughs) (laughs) I'd grow up in the mean streets of the podcasting community to get to this level. I mean, grow up. I mean, like I had to like as an adult grow up, you know, in the mean streets, like I had to move in and learn the hard way. What we're saying is 22 is quite young. He's going through a lot of things. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's all I was saying. Doesn't really know who he is yet. Right. And that's just, most, I mean, most people don't really discover who they really are until their 20s. So, and then when you're 20s, once you figure out, hopefully you figure out who you are by then so you can live the rest of your life because it takes you longer than that. Oh boy. <laughs> Everyone else is ahead of you. So anyways, point being is Drew is 22, I guess. Yep. So that's if you think Fabio from, from Nicaragua is the same now as he was then, maybe, but doubtful, <laughs> doubtful. I doubt he's the same as he was You'd at 21. You know what I mean? I'm saying people change. Like the 20 is very crucial. Teenagers as well. But all right. So uh, next thing, Drew wants Julie out, but we do see Jake and Katura practicing fire openly. Mm-hmm. Yep. By the way, uh, and I don't think there's any downside to this when everybody knows they're on the. Bo- it's not like the Reba fours up there practicing fire. Right. They're practicing fire. I think everybody should and be practicing like, fire. And like, we just vote at the final four? Yes. I did think that was funny. Like, come on, Jeff. Why come on, Jeff. <laughs> why can't we just play Survivor? It didn't look like either of them were doing well. Uh, I think they were just kind of like just casually doing it. Yeah. There was no fire <laughs> under their butt to do well. Right. Well, at this point, yeah, they don't even know if they'll make that. But I mean, they're not wrong. This is definitely you should be practicing fire. Yeah. You should know how to make fire. I will say if you're going on 47, 48, I think I do this every season. Some future advice. Be get find if you could to the best of your ability. I understand it's gonna be a little harder because Survivor has our materials. Find what they use at the challenge. That little knife, like to the best of your ability, find that and practice with that. If you're going to go on, if you're cast on the show, mm-hmm. usually you have weeks before you go on the show. Yeah. So you, you if you're not already practiced, you should be practicing. You should be practicing yeah. for sure. Also, make sure your conditions maybe aren't perfectly dry mm-hmm. because. They're not going to be, I mean, they're going to be nicer, I guess, at Final Tribal than they are at camp, but they're not going to be nice. Right. You're still, you're going to be under intense pressure. If you can do it 
and things aren't perfect at home, then you, sh- you know, muscle memory, I mm-hmm. guess. I think the only downside to the fire making is if it maybe alienates you from some people, you know, in the sense of, oh, they think that they're going to make it make it to Final Four or they're not going to make it or whatever, you know. Like this, your group dynamic. Or you leave the camp for an hour or two to practice yeah. fire and not talking to people. So on the one hand, you should be careful about that, sure. But good <laughs> on Katura and Jake for doing it together because yeah. obviously they have time to... It looks like a group activity. Yeah, it's like a group activity. And as we saw, Drew came and joined them in yeah. their group activity and had strategy talk with them. So... Th- that aspect there, I think was good like hey who wants to practice making fire because then you can still interact with people and, mm-hmm. and talk also making fire is not a cocky move because if you're making fire it means you didn't win immunity mm-hmm. it means you're not socially in charge of the game it actually shows that you think you're on the bottom yes and that you're in trouble mm-hmm. and unless you're at the t- like if D was practicing fire be like why is D practicing fire be a little weird yeah, yeah. but like Jake Tura is clearly at the bottom everybody knows at the bottom so it's yeah. not out of place for them to think that they're gonna be at the bottom if they mm-hmm. have to reach trial for so it's like it depends on your group dynamic, but also depends on where you are in the game. Right. Yeah. And also they're not going to be they're What they're practicing, I think, is with the, with their massive machete, which is not going to be the same as what they're going to have it. But they don't have that option at Final Tribal. Right. Yeah. yeah. They don't get the real practice materials until the final immunity challenge has already happened. So they are doing the best that they can. Point being is before you go on the island, though, before you go all the way to Fiji, mm-hmm. you should be a little practiced on this. All right. And I'm not saying they're not. So we then gets oh so emily goes on the journey and we i know we talked about this in the option that puzzle is exactly the same from episode one when she comes back if only she had just stated what the puzzle was because people didn't believe her she could have jake could have been like oh that crazy thing that was from episode i saw that episode one but how would but here's the thing like they could also think okay she's just repeating a puzzle shared before but like i don't know it's such a weird puzzle it's not like she it's not like vague. you can't be vague about that one. Like, that's like, I don't know. There's like this thing and the circles like here and there. I think circles like, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like it's specific enough for them to be like, OK, there really was the thing. But then they might think she did it still. I don't know. It's just it's a crap. Shoot, I guess. Yes. The people are going to believe what they want to believe no matter what you say. Yeah. And Emily is so honest and forthcoming. I'm sure she told them everything she could about it. And also they have nothing else to do but talk. So I'm sure. She described the challenge to them. I have no doubt that she did. What do you think about Austin not wanting to ask Julie for the idol back? I We don't know if he has or not. He literally said on the show, I don't want to ask her for it back because I'm afraid of the backlash, the drama. He said oh, that on the show tonight. I missed that. Yeah, before before Emily comes back and talks about her thing, he said that. He said that in a confessional. And I'm just like... I thought... So he- I guess he he's just... I think Austin doesn't like conflict he seems yes. like a very chill dude so yes. maybe he tries to actively avoid conflict sure and i'm sure that it's possible i swear he said something about asking her it's too late I, now to ask it back though well yeah it's too yeah well she used it so. well no i mean it was too late during this episode to ask for it back because if you had asked you should have asked her back the morning after the night of mm-hmm. that tribal happened and turned out heck as soon as you found out that there wasn't gonna be three tribals like you thought you should have asked for it back yeah. Like Julia, the idol gave you two hours ago. Can I have it back? You know, mm-hmm. too late. It's been like three or four days now. Mm-hmm. However long it's been. Five days. I don't know. Right. I I don't know. I, I swear I remember him saying something about asking Julia for it back and she wouldn't give it to him. But I could be completely wrong. You're probably right. There's no reason for him not to ask, though. So, like, I feel like something happened. 
at some no, point. No, I just think Austin is avoiding the subject and Julie's not going to bring it up because why would she? She has a free idol if he doesn't ask. Yeah. If somebody asks for the advantage back, don't tell them. Don't remind them, you know, right. don't bring it up. Right. Now, I will say it did put a target on Julie's back partially because the idol. I don't know if Julie's targeted tonight. Do you think she's targeted tonight? I mean, because let's say Julie didn't have an idol, right? Mm-hmm. People would not have just throw, all thrown their votes on Julie. They would try to make something happen. Because D would not. I don't think D votes for Julie tonight if Julie doesn't have an idol. She only did because she knew Julie had an idol was safe. Right. Good thing nobody had an, a nullifier, by the way. Glad yeah, that hasn't come back. We haven't seen that in a long time. Nope. It was rumored to have been off 42 and they cut it from the show. I mean, nobody used it. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it did seem interesting to me that Austin was just kind of automatically agreeing about Julie. It seemed like. And again, that could harken back to what you said about not wanting conflict. Doesn't want conflict. But like as soon as Katura came up to him and said, hey, we really should get Julie out. He's he's nodding. He's smiling. He's his body language is like, yes, this is a good idea. And then, you know, Austin goes up to Drew and says, Hey, Katura has this plan of getting Julie out. What do you think about that? And again, interesting that Drew didn't say, oh, yeah, I gave that plan to Katura. You know, this Mm -hmm. is my idea. So Drew, I think, is trying to play it safe with Austin at this point. But yeah, again, Drew's like, yeah, that's a good idea. We should do it. Like, I'm wondering why Austin wasn't fighting more for Julie. But maybe it is because she is conflicted. A big threat. Yeah. And he hears that. Oh, you know, everybody wants her out. Jake and Emily and Drew and Gutierrez. That's four against three at this point. He's between a rock and a hard place tonight. He was. He was. And he did the right. I mean, for his game, was it the right decision? I don't know. Because Reba Four is still together. I mean, on paper. Reba Four is still alive, at least. Yes. His number one alliance with D is stronger than ever. Fine. Yep. So Drew doesn't want to turn on Austin. Drew wants to turn on Julie. Right. So nobody's targeting Austin. Mm-hmm. Well, Julie did bring up his name a couple of times. Yeah, today. but what power does Julie have in this game? Apparently not too much. I, Julie's not going to convince D to vote for Austin. Austin can't vote for himself. Mm-hmm. So, and Julie and Drew seem to be at odds, clearly, by what we saw next week as well. Right. So, what power does Julie have? She can get Katur and Jake. Great. I mean, it's 3v3. I guess you could do that if you really want to go for mm-hmm. it. She could try. I she don't think try. they would trust her. But they might. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll Jake see. and Tur are going to agree to anything that doesn't involve them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're playing the Sandra approach right now. Anybody right. but me, you know, literally. Right. <laughs> playing us, we're good. All right. Fine. Right. So. So, I mean, we, we kind of talked about it all, I guess, for before everything before the immunity the challenge. Immunity. Well, if we're going to the immunity challenge, that only means one thing. This is the last one of the season, by the way. We have board game time. This one is Apiary from Stonemeyer, and this is by far the biggest board game that we reviewed this season, the most in depth. For sure. Mary, please tell the people about this one. So Apiary is a competitive worker placement game. Um, it's a hive building game where you play as hyper intelligent bees in space. So it was pretty fun, fun concept. Um, at first, I felt a little bit overwhelmed by the board. Just a little be- intimidated. Just because there's like so much on it, and it's not... I don't know. When I think of a typical war game like Monopoly or whatever, it's like very clear cut what you're doing. Um, and this at first I didn't. But once we realized the basics of it and played like a round or two, I think we easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really easy concept to grasp. Um, it was really fun. It's definitely not like a quick game. I think it took us about an hour or oh, so. This one took us like an hour and a half. An hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. Um, between learning it and playing it. Between. Yeah. To learn it. Yeah. Once you learn it, I would say it's definitely like a little bit over an hour. Yeah. Game. Um, 
I think my favorite element was the actual bee pieces that we played with. Mm -hmm. They were really fun and detailed and I really liked them. You also like how you smashed me again this week. Yeah, I did. I was going to get a win around here. I wasn't going to bring it up, but (laughs) I definitely tromped all over you. Yes. And it's funny because I actually like worker placement games more than Mary. (laughs) Yes. But for some reason, worker placement games Mary beats me at. Mm -hmm. I'll be like loving a worker placement game. And not the this is not one that we played this week, a different one. And then we'll finish it, Mary. Be like, yeah, that was okay. And I'll be like, what? That was great. And she's like, yeah. But then she beats me anyways. Mm-hmm. So Well, and the one thing I did kind of like about this, too, is that you don't know exactly what your score is till the very end. I mean, you kind of can tell. We were pretty even. I thought we were, like, tied. And then we get to the end and we're counting up all of our stuff. And I was like, oh, actually. Actually, Mary smashed me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> so anyways, we thank Stonemeyer for sending us the game. Jamie Stagmeyer is actually a big. He's the person that runs Stonemeyer. Very big Survivor fan, and he always hooks us up. This is actually a brand new game, like just came out. So Very we got like a first release print. It has like the number on the box and everything. So it's really cool. Check it out. Link in the description. But even if you're not into uh, Apiary, check out Stonemeyer's other games. I do recommend Charstone as well. Really like Charstone. Mary, tell me about the immunity challenge. So this immunity challenge, you are attached. Well, the contestants are attached to a rope. Uh, they have to race to untangle the rope and get as much of it as they can and then go through an obstacle course and then throw sandbags to knock down blocks to use the blocks to solve a word puzzle and the first person to win obviously gets immunity but it was also a reward challenge so they also got to have a their own personal barbecue at first i was a little worried because he said back at camp you're gonna have your own barbecue. And I thought they were going to like get the materials and just barbecued over the campfire. <laughs> and I was like, Oh in no, this is going to be horrible. Like you're going to win immunity, but then in front of everybody, you're going to cook your food. Thankfully. No, it was, why did they just go to the sanctuary at this point? Yeah. I don't know. With, with the winnings. I don't, I have no idea. Maybe they, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, why didn't the just... sanctuary is getting a facelift, but the season's almost over. So yeah. Why? Yeah. What else they got for the sanctuary? Because, come the finale they move to a different island the sanctuary is not unless next week the sanctuary is getting a thing i guess i don't know that's possible yeah the sanctuary is just like it's like a little set at this point like you just gotta change a little set dressing at most Mm -hmm. if that so anyways uh yeah so we do the immunity challenge and this i mean this one mary this one you told me the puzzle has been done before on american survivor i think they've done it on australian survivor but i don't remember this one on american survivor i didn't say the puzzle i said the rope aspect oh when we were talking during the episode i thought you were telling me that the okay so the puzzle is new for american survivor as far as i know yeah as yeah. far as we know mm-hmm. like the arch. This, i've only seen uh like three seasons of australian survivor and i recognize this one from australian survivor but i don't remember this one being on american so i think this is new for the this show and i was not quite understanding the thing being on both sides like like clearly I was in the same camp as Austin. I'm like, I don't know how, I mean, I ha- I'm glad Drew solved it, but how did Austin, I mean, with Austin, I was confused. <laughs> I got I mean, the concept. The words on both sides. You just yeah. have to get it spelled correcting. <laughs> yeah. We'll get the sides. other side of Austin's. I'm like, wait, does that other side spell resourcefulness? I have no, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Austin. I was a little confused. <laughs> like I got the concept, but I didn't get the execution. You know, I would be like Drew. Like I get, the puzzle i'm just struggling to actually build it <laughs> so you get the you get the concept you don't get the you don't get the execution but i get the execution but i don't get the concept i guess yeah because i could have held the blocks there i just would i would have been like awesome like 
did I misspell this word? <laughs> like, like okay, there's one L and two S's at the end. Like, what? <laughs> Jeff, are you sure? <laughs> so I felt like, if I put me on Survivor, I'd be like, Jeff, are you sure? Are you positive? That would oh, be funny. Uh, Jeff? Jeff? Yeah, he said it like three times. Make sure you have it on the other side. You have to yeah, spell it on both sides. So, so many people with the rope thing, the rope must have been harder than it seemed on TV to undo because people were choosing to leave early. But if it was easier to do, I think people had just done it. Yeah, you know, got it all unraveled. Well, I think in the stress of the moment, like it takes so much time. Yeah. And you just want to, and you see other people going and trying and getting to the end and you don't want to be left behind. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's the balance between how long do I stay here at the start, but have enough rope or I don't want to waste my time by getting this whole hundred foot feet out or how much ever it is. Yeah. And, you know, get to the end of the too late to even <coughs> do the puzzle. So, I mean, it just, you just have to stay calm under pressure and kind of try to visualize how much rope you have and see if it's going to be enough. It, but it's hard. Yeah, sure. It so wasn't Drew like just wins. pulling the rope. Yeah. You had to like untangle it. So out of all people, Drew wins. Yeah. Finally. I hear you, by the way. I hear everything you're saying. Yes. Drew wins. I'm flabbergasted. I thought this was an Austin challenge. Even Austin thought there was an Austin challenge when he got the puzzle done. <laughs> it was almost an Austin <laughs> he, he could have been. It could have been an Austin challenge. Yeah. Could have had back-to-back wins. No, Drew wins it. And I was like, oh, wow. I really thought this Drew versus Julie thing was happening this week. And I guess in a sense it did. I mean, it did. It was Drew it versus did, Julie. It just wasn't Drew versus Julie. Who's Which one of them is being voted off? Right. Drew spearheaded the attack against Julie. And Julie survived. So She did. I think she will definitely be gunning for Drew after this. Uh, yeah, that's what it looks like next time in Survivor. Right. Yeah. Although she should probably be gunning for Austin. He is probably the bigger threat, but we'll see. I'm, I, and we'll get to that. I guess we won't get to travel, but I'm pretty sure the only reason she didn't write Austin's name down tonight was because of D. Mm-hmm. So. So the, the Drew says, I'm taking Austin and Jake with me on reward. Mm-hmm. It's going to be boys 2.0. Running with you know, the boys. Well, I had to do it once tonight. Yes. The whole thing. Thank you for doing it. Now, I got a lot of complaints last week, but also a lot of people saying it's funny. So I'm very divisive, apparently. You just do what you want. Yes. This you is are true. I podcast from, I wouldn't say the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm chock full of emotion. I podcast from the personality. Is that a thing? <laughs> Your heart is who you are. All right. I guess you the podcast in the heart. I just didn't want to say it was with love, you know? No. Why did Jeff Sometimes say, with annoyance. Why did Jeff say, pick a person and tell us why? Does he always do that? I feel like that he doesn't always do that. <sighs> the tell us why is not always there, but usually how it goes is pick somebody. Or the pick somebody. All right. Why'd you pick them? Oh, yeah. He, it'll do true. that, but you're right. It was like, he's put all the questions up front. I guess it wasn't that weird. I just thinking why this sounds Yeah. No, the way weird. he did it was weird. Yeah. I agree with you. It just usually pick somebody and it'll be like, oh, I pick Austin. Oh, why Austin? Well, you know, Austin hasn't been on a reward. And then who are you picking? Jake. Oh, why Jake? Oh, well, you know, I think Jeff just front loaded the question instead of splitting him up. Gotcha. So that's why I felt weird. It felt weird. Yeah. It ultimately makes no difference. Right. Reality is, is Julie. I think it was Julie said it. Julie's right. Like the women got the reward last time. It's, it's whatever. It's only fair. And she knows they're going to talk strategy. Mm -hmm. They get back to the water, Mary. The Mm -hmm. women do. They're going to have a spa day, but the sun's not out. And I looked this up recently, apparently, because, of course, they're in the Southern Hemisphere. This is winter for Fiji. Mm. So the sun not being out probably is a big deal. Uh, well, no, 45, they're filming this. This is their fall. 
This I was going to say, they're pretty close fall. to the 46 equator. 46 is during the quote-unquote winter of Fiji. It's probably very similar most of well, the time. Except for maybe more rain. According to the interwebs, December, January, February is like their hottest months. Gotcha. So that's why I say this is this is like their fall. So mm-hmm. the sun not being out is a bigger deal than it would have been in January. Sure. But they don't film in January. So you get the point. Sure. get the point. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. So like when we're like, but you're in Fiji, why does it matter if the sun's out? It's probably because... That's the difference between, oh, it feels good and, oh, no, it's like a little too chilly. Well, yeah, anytime you're in the water, it feels better when the sun's out. Sure. I guess that's the general rule of thumb. All right. Uh, anyway, so they're like, well, we can't really talk strategy beyond saying Jake's name because it's the only safe name to say because really it's Emily versus Julie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, uh, the buff is a registered trademark. <laughs> it was so awkward. I mean, I'm sure there's moments like that in Survivor all the time where Obviously, nobody really has anything to say or whatever, but they made a point of showing it to show how awkward it was. Yes, they did a good job. I was hoping for the Top Gun song again. It did not happen. Makes Mm. sense, though. Top Gun song while they're eating food wouldn't have worked the same. No, probably not. And using. Oh, what's the other one uh, from Top Top Gun? Danger Zone. You know, uh, I can't sing that one because I don't know exactly how it goes perfectly and I don't want to. You know, you know me. I'm a you perfectionist sing, when it comes to singing. You don't want to sing it imperfectly. Yeah, I would hate to sing it and not be perfect yeah. and get thirty Blasted. comments about it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I would, I would never do that to you guys. You know mm-hmm. me. I'm my music A plus. A+. My words also apparently A plus. So all right, the guys get big sandwiches, and this I'm surprised we can get a confessional from Austin saying this is the sandwich. <laughs> like, you know, his sandwich. Yeah, arc has ended. Well, it kind of ended when he got bo- out both uh, GMI and, and Kelly. But in a sense, is this not? This looks like a good. I mean, this is a better sandwich than the last one. It looks like a good sandwich. Looks like a good sandwich. Yeah. Drew mm-hmm. got back to the shelter that immediately just fell over because he, <laughs> he ate too much. way too much. He's the, so skinny. He is. I wish I had that metabolism. If only I was 22. The boys say, let's get out Julie. Jake says, I'm moving up in the world. People don't want to target me for once. <laughs> He's not playing a tree anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so yeah. funny. That was a good analogy. Yeah. That, was a, that wasn't a forced analogy. It was a good analogy. Mm-hmm. He, he feels like he was an extra this whole time. I don't think he was an extra this whole time, but he feels like he was an extra this whole time. Mm-hmm. Now he's like a supporting character. I think in terms of power he has in the game. Yeah. Yeah. He felt like an extra. That's what he felt. Yeah. Austin tells Dee about Julie, and this becomes a real mess. Well, Austin and Drew, wait, first, both at the table, they're sitting there. And Austin's, uh, Drew says, we can't tell D. And Austin's like, yeah, we can't tell yeah. D. Cut to him basically telling yeah. D. So, yeah. no, it's obviously, <laughs> I'm, I, we all saw it coming. He Austin's real number one he was is gonna, D. Yes. He and was, them toes. He was definitely going to tell D. And he, he did sound really conflicted when he told her. I mean, this wasn't like a really easy, oh, hey, D, they're targeting Julie. What should yeah. we do about it? No, like he's. Genuinely conflicted about this. He genuinely wants to work with Dree, Dree, Drew. Dree. Yeah, Drew and D combined Dree. <laughs> Drew and D and Emily, the Dree. Uh, but it's just it's just hard. And so he kind of like finally hymns and haws and gets it out about Julie. So it it was kind of emotional and also <laughs> dramatic because there was rain and thunder. It was good timing. Oh, but. yeah. The, and the lighting was actually excellent, I noticed, <laughs> uh, during this Very like, mini storm that was off in the distance. Yeah. So, yeah, Austin's between a rock and a hard place. Yes. He, he really is. I don't, I do not envy the position. 
at all mm-hmm. because you make the wrong move, people will be mad at you. Right. So it's like, how do I handle this as, handle this correctly and as delicately, delicately as possible? I will say that the biggest screw up here is between D or is between Drew and Julie. I'm not sure who screwed this up worse. So we're gonna I'm probably gonna go quite chronological here in this discussion about this move, but let's start with Drew. Drew knows Julie has an idol. Mm-hmm. He knows this. This is factual. He's not confused. Right. He knows she has an idol. So the question you asked me during the episode is why doesn't he try to get the votes split? Mm-hmm. But the question is who does he vote split the votes between Julie and who? Well, he also had D, but I know he didn't want to go with D probably, but there's also Jake and Katura. And I know you said those were votes with him tonight, Yeah, but they don't need to know that. Like if you know for a fact that Julie has an idol, also, you know, for a fact that D knows about it because mm-hmm. they're sitting in the shelter and Austin's like, oh yeah, I did tell D. And Austin says, oh, she, he, she's going to tell Julie. I was like, no, no, I don't think she will. Like, it's obvious D's going to tell Julie. I feel like the only blind side this season cleanly was of Bruce because everyone else is like snitching on the blind sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have we had, I mean, maybe I'm misremembering. I don't remember any other clean blind sides. Kelly from, was like, a big blind side. That's true. Kelly, Kelly didn't see it coming. A big blind You're right. Side. Even Kendra, I think. A lot of the blind side, sides but... feel like they've been, they were snitched on. Or maybe I'm mixing this up with Big Brother where, God forbid, anybody lets anything fun happen on that show, like a blind side. Yeah. That can't happen. That would mean the show is fun and people are playing well. Right. Uh, sorry, I had a little left Anyways, over back to Drew. Told you I'd always podcast from the heart. He knew that Julie knew. And yes. he knew that Julie had an idol. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I, again. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, who's the second target? Why would he second target people that he's still probably, I think Drew would like to go to the end with Jake and Katura. I think he would Emily like to go to the end with them. And no, Austin, Emily's gone. Like, I think I think you want Emily gone. I don't. I Drew doesn't want Emily gone. If Drew sits to the end next to Jake and Katura, sure, Reba might be a little mad, but Jake might. I mean, Drew might be like, "Hey, I get Reba's votes." Maybe. Mm. Why would Jake earn their votes? Why would Katura earn their votes? Drew single handedly got the underlings to help him. You know, the I say underlings, people at the bottom here, to help him knock out the top dogs. Power moves, impressive, upsetting the game. I'm just talking about this for probably from Drew's point of view, from what I can gather. Right. And but again, we, we've heard like 10 times in this episode alone how he wants to keep Emily around. He wants Emily. He wants to take Emily. So throwing a vote on Jake, who has had so many votes against him by this point. I was going to say not going to hurt his feelings, but it probably it would hurt his feelings. But just having one vote just to make sure that whoever Julie votes for doesn't go home. Like that seems obvious to me. Well, and to us, we have a we have confessionals and an edit to go off of. Sure, but again, if you are gunning for someone and you know that person has an idol and that person knows they're probably going to get votes, wouldn't you have some sort of backup plan? I mean, I don't know. It just seems so crazy to me. Drew finds out though that Julie found out. Yes. So going into tribal, Drew knows. That Julie knows. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, okay, at that point, this is where I think Drew messed up. So you're saying, why didn't he split the votes? And I'm saying, why didn't you just change the vote? Completely change the vote. This is where I get confused. Okay. If Julie knows, you know, Julie knows she's being targeted. You know, Julie is an idol. Why not not split? Just change the vote. 
Now it's a Jake same, Bucatura. Same question. Who? D. Because you're right. He's, he wants to go with Austin. And D's aligned with Julie. And if you want Julie, but you can't take out Julie because she can play her idol and knock out D. Right. Well, I don't think he was ready to go against D yet because yeah. of Austin. Yeah. But where's Austin? That's kind of the thing. And so I. Russell Hance is a good player in some sense, right? Like he didn't reach final two or final three back to back because he's a terrible player. Mm-hmm. He is a terrible. He cannot win the game, but he made good moves. And one of his moves was. If I knock out this person, who are they going to go to but me? But it wasn't just Russell. Boston Rob would do the same thing. And Boston Rob won the game. They have similar playing strategies. Just one's better than the other. Boston Rob would be like, well, if I remove this person, then they have no one to go to but me. They'll come back to me. You should say that more clearly because I don't understand what you're saying. What I'm trying to say is if, I remove- if Drew removes D, then who is Austin going to go to? Okay. Me. So if you move. If he pulls a Boston Rob slash Russell Hans, but hopefully a lot better than Russell Hans. If you break up an alliance that other alliance member has no one else to go to has no one else to go to austin you're right austin could go to julie but in this sense if drew pulled off this movie got rid of d then drew's like hey i got jake katur and emily come with me austin yeah you know come join the drew basile side let's get rid of julie next right and you just have to eliminate these other underlings you just have to do it carefully enough where that person doesn't feel so betrayed by you, you know, that they don't, they don't want to work with. Yeah. You, but yeah. Either way though, Austin is safe next week. So don't pick Austin on the, my picks app to be gone next week. Cause he can't go. He has the idol. He's going to, if he doesn't play next week, I would be shocked. It's the only week it's good for now. Right. So he has to play next week. He Austin's should, good. He should definitely play next week. I think Drew still wants to work with him because they've been, so close this whole entire game mm-hmm. um so so yeah austin's in a tight spot because now he's between julie and drew this was just a mess, mess between reba four tonight, yeah it's though. a it's a big reba mess mess up <laughs> reba's got themselves in kerfuff, kerfuffle what they should have done was just go to the final four and duked it out over fire now for their sake not for our for our sake it's a lot more interesting this happened for their sure. sake they should have just stuck together like the like the Tika three did. Yes. And if just they, gone to fire. If they would have just. Yeah. We've said it so many times. Just if they would have just stayed together. They could have made it to the final four. But it doesn't look like all four of them are going to make it to the end. I don't think. Put Julie in fire. Beat her in fire. She's really that big of a threat. Beat knock out the biggest threat in fire. <laughs> but whatever. You know. All right. So. Uh, I'm just going to read off my notes. Because this is how much of a mess it was. <laughs> Austin tells D about Julie. D says she knew this day would come. But why? Mm-hmm. I said. I think I said. But why? Why did this day ever have to come? D tells Julie what's happening. Jul and says, Julie, you need to be a good actress. Mm-hmm. What D also needed to say was, Julie, shut your mouth <laughs> when being a good actress. At good actresses in this case, don't talk, because instead of being good actress, Julie goes and talks to Jake and Emily mm-hmm. and says, "What do you guys think about voting off Austin?" Oh, hi, Julie, who's never tried to work with me this entire game. Is probably what Emily's thinking. Mm-hmm. That's what she's done in the past you want to make a move huh that's weird very last second right for tribal you never worked with me before now why would i want to vote off austin you know it's like julie like your timing's terrible and the moment she says this and emily of course immediately like tells the person she actually trusts he's like oh crap yeah that means you know or wait they told drew i think right yeah they told drew they told drew 
who actually legitimately has been trying to put a plan together much longer than the last, you know, 20 minutes before tribal. Right. And they're like, Drew, hey, guy who's actually trying to make a plan that we mm-hmm. want to do. Uh, Julie said this. He's like, that means Julie knows. And we right. already talked about how yeah. baffling it is that Drew didn't change right. anything. And Drew tells Austin, Austin and, D. and D. And the, you can who tell on their... Who leaked it? Who... <laughs> yeah, who exactly. Who leaked it to Julie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both their faces, they look so shocked, which I think... I think D was shocked that Julie said something or was trying to make something happen, you know? But... Yeah, they. Sh- it was definitely like caught in the cookie jar kind of thing. Am I like, taking crazy pills? Right. Who does he think told her? Well, he knows who told her. Yeah, I think he's that's trying the to most baffling part. Get a reaction or but something. Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> we're playing with emotions. That's why, yes. and it makes for more interesting. Yes, I guess. Game, so. I will say. So, <laughs> uh, Julie tells. Uh, so I will be fair. Paramount Plus has gotten extremely better the past like month. Mm-hmm for us like we used to talk about how much it skipped all the time mm-hmm. it like almost never does it however it decided to do it during a, during a very crucial time tonight so we missed like a good solid 60 seconds of an edited show which means we probably missed like five important things being said mm-hmm. but we miss I think this is what what happened because we caught the tail end I think D tells Julie her number one is Austin yes we heard Julie say that we think because we heard that from Julie yeah but I don't know what was actually said there so it's weird that D would say that to Julie, but maybe D told her something else and Julie gathered that. Right. I just don't know what was said there and I'll have to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. So we missed that part, but I'm hoping that D didn't just tell Julie to her face. My number one's Austin. That'd be weird. Yes. I, I'm guessing it was something more along the lines of, hey, play your idol and whoever you vote for is going to go home. Just don't vote for Austin, please. <laughs> that could be it. And Julie's like, oh, that means... Yeah. Austin General more. Mm-hmm. See, we just didn't. We missed that part, and I was like, "Dang!" During this, like, why couldn't they do this during Emily's stupid, you know, go to <laughs> the beach thing, like, right. go to the journey? Like, that's probably didn't actually care about. It's all. It's never during commercials, though. Mm-hmm. God forbid they mm-hmm. commercials work just fine. So, anyways, same with YouTube ads. They work just fine. We get the actual video and the sh- loading struggles. People know what I'm talking about. People here on YouTube, they know what I'm talking about. Ads never fail to load. Ads always play perfectly. It's like the best. The best work has been made to make sure the ads work, but not on the video. Anyway, sorry. That's my little rant. Mary's giving me looks. Okay. So we anything before tribal council, Mary? No. A lot of nonsense is that tribal personal opinion. A lot of just like nothing, I guess. I mean, it's all the basic, you know, this game's hard. We have to vote for people that we like and we love everybody. At one point tonight, D did say that 26 days feels like six months. And, you know, by the way, if you're going to go on the show, if you say anything like that, it's being left in. Yeah praise the decision to move to 26 days mm-hmm. and you will be left you'll get a confessional yeah well i think the other interesting thing was katura said something about you know we all are fans of this show we watch this show and we've seen people say i'd rather you win and not vote you out you know th- than vote you are or something mm-hmm. something to that effect hearkening back to austin basically saying yeah i'd rather d win then if he doesn't win right if he doesn't win kind of thing i get that so i think that was intentional kind of a callback to austin d's relationship and possibly d being the winner but we'll we'll see i did think the voting tonight was interesting i liked how they did it i guess where they showed every single vote and what they said because we knew it was coming anyways it was just yeah so you don't need to try to fool us right so I'm glad because you don't often get to hear what everyone says 
Well, I don't think we heard between seasons anyways. 15 and 21. They put this as a special feature on line. And then I don't think they eventually it's on the, I mean, I have the DVDs for every season through 43 and they left them on the DVDs, So I'm able to watch them. And I've, and I've put, I put a bunch of them in videos now and stuff because it's just like, it's very telling as what people are thinking when they're voting. Mm-hmm. And it's such a shame. They don't like put that up on like YouTube or Twitter or Instagram or anywhere. I would love to see after the episode's done mm-hmm. what people said when they voted or even if they wait till after the season's done because maybe it reveals too much about who's going to win. I don't know. Not yeah. that that's been a real big problem this season, but I don't know. I just love because you're right. I love it like they did tonight. It's very rare they do it. I feel like the most iconic one that everyone remembers is when uh, in Micronesia when Eric gave up his immunity to <laughs> Natalie and then they showed everyone saying Eric's dumb. Yeah. But it was more like a dunk on Eric. Here, this was not a dunk. This was here. Hey, you already know what's going to happen. Right. Here's all the votes. A very telling about what people are saying, you know, and what they're thinking when they're voting, especially mm-hmm. Emily's like, you yeah, know, saying I'm voting for Julie to reach the end, which is so when we do winner analysis, I think that's got to be factored in mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Yeah. So we got everyone voting. Uh, I will say we at one point Drew had like a sounded super smart ramble. But again, to me, it was like a nothing burger. <laughs> I wanted to mention that before we moved on. So we see everyone's vote. Julie plays the idol. We're all like, is Austin going to play the idol? Even when it was happening, Rebecca's like, Austin's got to play the idol. Austin. It's just the way they edited it. Mm-hmm. It was all decoy. Austin mm-hmm. was not going, clearly. Emily. Emily's gone. Yep. She literally finished the same place Christian Ubiqui did. We talked about this. We talked about her being this like final boss kind of thing. Didn't Jesse go not- out? This is not final boss though. This is not final boss. Final boss is like final is like whoever goes out for or the fan favorite. Fan favorite. Fan yeah. favorite. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I I, I knew it was coming. It still was sad. And, and I was still upset. But I'm glad that she like took it so well. You know, she was just like mm-hmm. hugging everybody and in her exit she was just like this was so much fun. It's not exactly how I wanted to go out, but you know, like just had a really good attitude and I knew she was going home when she was on her way to the journey. So like halfway through the episode. Yeah. And she said she talked about how much she's learned in the game. And oh, how much she's the gr- journey. Yeah. Like how, a literal journey. Yeah. How much she's grown and how it did like a flashback of her very first day mm. on the boat and calling Bruce out. And yeah. I was like, Emily's going home. Oh, I was no. like, it's, it's so obvious. I didn't think about that then. I was thinking, is this officially a flashback? And just went to act up. Someone's like, oh, okay, no, no. Yeah. But I didn't think about it like that. You're right. No. And how much she's grown as a person, yeah. which is awesome. And I'm so like, that's why we love but Emily. in the moment, you're like, oh, no. But yeah. In Am the I moment, being spoiled? <laughs> I'm like, Emily's going home. <laughs> what a sad day. Yeah. My favorite. Emily's our fan favorite. I think Mary at the moment, if anyone's being set up to be a final boss at the moment, the final Julie? boss being set up is Julie, out of all people, I guess. With the way everyone's talking about how big of a threat she is, at the moment it sounds like if you knock out Julie, you get street cred, which is so weird for me to say because nothing so far has really indicated outside of people saying she's a big threat Mm -hmm. that Julie's are like big threat of the season. Jesse, where we've actually seen her with a bunch of strategy and gameplay and heart and soul. Jesse had moves I saw on screen. And I was like, wow. And he made relationships. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And Julie, I'm like, she has an alliance with the Reba four. four. <laughs> and that's it. Like, what else has Julie done for me to sit here and be like, Julie? But everyone else thinks she's a big threat. Well, she's so ob- she's doing something. But what? yeah, why can't 
I guess. Yeah, we what see is a bit it? More. What am I missing? Like, we what are they not showing s- us? Well, we do see her conversations with people frequently. Like tonight, Couture at the Well was talking to her Great. about getting Emily out. A good player would have told Drew, "What crazy idea do you have?" Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, there's just nothing. I'm not really convinced. Mm-hmm. But I am convinced enough to think that if she, if the people are viewing her like this, especially Emily, I mean, Emily's super logical. So Julie's doing something we're not seeing is the thing. That if somebody knocks out Julie, that might give them much of street cred. Yeah. Weirdly. Especially enough. if it is Dee, who is her number one ally, because that is actually a massive move to take out your number one, number two, whatever, mm-hmm. in order to remove the biggest threat from the game. So if D does get Julie out, then yeah, you're probably right. I think she will be winning this game. So Emily's gone. I think we all know who's winning now, but we'll save that for winter analysis next week on survivor. Drew throws the pot and it looked angry. (laughs) Yep. And Austin says something about a disaster. It's a disaster. I'm assuming he's talking to Julie when he threw it. Drew was not talking to anyone. (laughs) I think he just threw it. I thought he was near Julie. I thought him and Julie were having a tiff. Well, no, somebody said, I think Austin says Julie and Drew are at war. Something about them being at war, fighting. And then we see Drew Drew throwing the pot. This better be a legit mad and not fake. I don't want to be faked out. This, (laughs) I want legit. I want legit conflict, not actual fighting. Just angry. Uh, Jake and Katura want a blindside. Jake Katura, by the way, are like peace and harmony at this point. Sugar and spice. You know, they're working together really nice right Mm -hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, unintentional rhyme. D is worried about playing too emotional, though. She said mm-hmm. this this week. She said it again. Is that does that mean? So we're saying Katura got <sighs> Katura got her backstory this week. Katura going next week wouldn't be playing too emotional, though. But it can't be Austin next week. He has an idol, right? So what's too emotional? Julie. Julie. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. All right, are you ready to move on? Yes. What's new on Patreon, which, by the way, thank you all for even all of you have been signing up for free. I appreciate it. Like, I, it's so cool to see people joining in and seeing what I uh, what I have on there for you, because I have new videos that you can watch early weeks, months in advance. Uh, right now, uh, Patreon members are voting for is linked in the description, by the way. Patreon members are voting on whether we should do a, a winner story for the Survivor 45 winner, whoever wins. Same thing for the season. Should I do a secrets video for it? Uh, at the end of the month, December, I believe, 28th, 29th, we're doing story video voting for Nicaragua, Survivor Nicaragua. We're going to pick who gets the story video for that season. Uh, the next, I just today posted the Survivor Seasons That Take a Turn for the Dark. That's the name I was looking for earlier. The Survivor Seasons That Take a Turn for the Dark, which covers all the times that the show had dark moments and it just tanks the seasons that they're in. And another big one, this will be next week, is the Sandra versus Poverty versus Russell story video. That I haven't even finished yet. I'm working on. I'm going to guess. I want to say an hour and a half. I don't know for sure yet. But it includes all three stories like weaved into one massive tale. It'll have behind the scenes footage. It has everything. It's everything I could get for Heroes vs. Villains to tell one epic tale. So that'll be on Patreon here soon. Patreon's free to sign up for it. And we appreciate all of you who are on there. All right. Mary. Tell me about last week's secret scenes. Because I saw the titles and I was... There was like, yep, you those were are secret so scenes. You so intrigued that you watched them immediately. Uh, all right. So tell me about the one interesting one. <laughs> well, there was one halfway interesting one. Um, it was mainly from Julie's perspective talking about, well, it starts out with her asking Drew if he really is 22, basically. She's By like, the way, these are on YouTube. I yes. need to mention, just in case somebody's new, 
They're on CBS Survivors. Yeah, YouTube channel. YouTube channel. So Julie says, Drew, we have this theory that you're secretly 27. You're married. You've got a kid on the way. You've got a house. You're a lawyer. And he's a lawyer as yes, well. He's a practicing attorney. <laughs> yeah. Because all the lawyers, you know, lie about their they jobs. They can sense I lawyers. Guess. Yeah. And, and Drew like gets mad about it. He's like, I am 22, guys. I'm 22. I'm not lying. That's what we're saying about the need to prove himself. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and they're all like laughing, you know, because they're not being serious. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they actually think that he's older than what he's saying, but he's not. Yeah. They just think because the way he like talks and stuff, oh, I guess. Okay. you know, like how he's really intellectual sometimes anyways. And, but, but Drew's like, if I get voted out because this, I, I swear I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> It was just like, it was just funny. But basically then it cuts to Julie confessionals and she's just saying how she loves the stripe. She loves these people. She laughs with them. She jokes around and it's and just, she would never be mad at Drew and get in a war with him. Right. It's just tearing her apart to know that the people she votes out are, are the people who are going to vote for her in the end. And so <laughs> it's just the hardest thing she's ever done. And that was basically that. Yeah. That. This is the only mildly. Now this, this season has been pretty good with secret scenes. But this week, man, they did us dirty. Or last week, they did us dirty, I guess. Right. Because the other two are just, what, tree mail? The other two, one is tree mail for the reward challenge, and one was tree mail for uh, immunity challenge. You see a secret scene that says the word tree mail in it, you can legit ignore it. It is nothing. It is a minute to a minute and a half of nothing. Of them reading the tree mail and guessing what the challenge will be. It is nothing. You can always skip it. Anything else not labeled that is worth checking out and seeing like, okay, what's in this one? But the I tree mean, mail ones are garbage. The one talking about reward is mainly from Dee's perspective, talking about how she knew it was going to be a massage and she really wanted to get a massage. And she was wanted to win it and she wanted to take Emily because Emily's not someone she usually works with. So, yep. But Emily wanted we to could all go her, for so. a massage right about now. But the tree mails basically are trash That's secret it. scenes. Yep. Yeah. All secret scenes. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, check them out. They're on Survivor CBS YouTube channel and also EW.com. Dalton Ross posts whatever the third one is of the week. Okay, so let's move on to question of the week. Now, oh. this time I didn't mark on my notes which one is the correct one, but I remember in my head. Are you so sure? If I I'm see need to double check. And I'm wrong. Just know earlier today I knew the correct answer. All right. Just Why do you do these multiple? I'm, I appreciate I forgot the multiple to choice. write down which one was correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Survivor. This is because we just did the super long podcast for it mm-hmm. to over two hours and because story video voting this month. So I forgot, figured this is a good time. Survivor Nicaragua had its theme song. The remember when I showed you that theme song was like super good. Yeah. We're like, why didn't they use that yeah. one? Mm-hmm. That was replaced. By which past season's theme song? Either A, Borneo, season one, B, Marquesas, season four, C, Vanuatu, season nine, or D, Gabon, season 17? Well, that's easy. Oh, is it easy? Yeah, because they did the original, the very first one. They did. Which one was that? Yeah, Borneo. Borneo. Yes. For those who do not know this, look it up. As soon as you're done with the podcast, look it up. The Survivor, it's called Survivor Nicaragua Unapproved. Russ Landau, the guy who was doing the music through season 27, made this theme song. And they said, no, we're just going to use the one from Borneo said. But the one he made was awesome. Yeah, it was so, so good. Mm-hmm. And I see why he quit six seasons later. If they're just <laughs> they're unapproving stuff like this, this is good. This is a good theme song. They wanted to go back to basics in a sense, but that was dumb. <laughs> this is such a good theme song. It was. It's shame it's not included. 
All right. Let's move on to TV ratings. I do have a correction from last week because I didn't have the updated updated rankings. Last week, I said that episode nine had 4.61. You can see it on screen. By the way, I'm putting TV ratings on screen. Episode nine had 4.61 million. I was incorrect. It updated. It was actually 4.90. So like nice. 300,000 people were just missing and got found. So you <laughs> see them on screen. Uh, last week, episode 10 got 5.02 million, which is good. It's been very consistent this season. The only season, the only week it was down was the week of the Republican debate and like the CMA awards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's been between 4.8 and 5.1, 5.2 all season. Very consistent. So despite 90 minutes, people are tuning in. Nice. People are here. They're, they're, they're with it. We already know 46 is going to have, is, is been approved to be 90 minute episodes for every episode and two hours for the first two. But we haven't heard an official word on 47 to 48 being renewed. But for like the second half of this season, they've been saying, hey, apply for Survivor. Casting, yeah. So they yeah. don't put that in the show if they're not going to do it. So we are guessing 47, 48. I don't know if either will be an, a returnee. I feel like it's too late to do a returnee because 50 has to be one, right? Will they do it for 47 or 48 if they're going to do it for 50? I don't think they would. If, I don't think that they would do it for 47 or 48 if they're going to do it for 50. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going to do it for 50. I, I mean, I'd be down if they did. I said, but I wanted them to do it for 46 and it's not happening. People have commented when's returning season. I don't work for CBS. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. If I knew this stuff, I wouldn't even be on this podcast. I would not be approved to be podcasting. <laughs> I know too much. You know what I mean? Uh, it would be on the Jeff Probst podcast because I know too much. So I'm going to guess that there's no return. Like Bruce was the exception to the rule. Right. Nobody, you need to get your head smashed in the beginning of episode one, apparently, to get asked back because season 50 is going to be, I bet you it's a full returnee, but I don't think we're going to have any returnees before then. I'd be surprised if we did. I'd be surprised. No captain seasons, no island of the. I don't want to even want to finish that sentence. Island of the amulets. Yeah, island of the amulets. <laughs> that'd be the new one. Island of the sandwiches. Uh, I don't think we're anything like that. I think we're straight up getting a whole ten seasons, a whole five years, basically, or a whole nine seasons, I guess, of all newbies. Probably. They're really wiping the slate clean of mm-hmm. us. Like, don't worry, first forty or first forty, which I hope isn't the case. I really hope fifty is. 10 people from before 40 and 10 people from after 40. I like mean, I, that'd be cool. I want Christian Ubiqui back. Yeah. I want Angelina asking. I don't think Angelina would be as funny the second time. She's too self-aware now. You need to be unaware to be funny <laughs> Angelina. But I would like to have Davey back, you know, from Dave versus Goliath. There's some gems there. I, keep, I don't think Devin's coming back. He's doing the official podcast. I keep telling you that if they have returnees, they're not going to do any old school. <sighs> They totally missed out not bringing anyone. There's people who played between 34 and 40 who never got a chance again. And I'm not saying there's a ton of them. I'm just saying there's some. But I'm afraid that if you only put like three or four from that time period into season 50, they're going to be picked off because they're from a different era. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you need to have 10 from each or three tribes of seven because it's a returning season. We can afford to have extra vote offs like double vote offs or whatever. And then one tribe of seven is from, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you, you like you get one tribe of seven from people who played between 34 and 40. One tribe of seven from people who played 41 through 45 and one tribe of seven, 46 through 49. Sure. Something like that. That'd be fun. And with 21 people, I know it's three more people than normal. We just do crazy double vote offs. Like it's okay. We can afford it. Mm-hmm. 
That that's their crazy twist about it will be we're doing crazy amount of offs. And these are people you already know. They don't have to spend much time giving them sob stories yeah. and everything else. They got time. True. Especially, especially for getting 90 minutes. This is becoming normal. Yeah. They I'd can afford to do that. 21 people for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And do they do there has to be, I don't know when they do double vote offs. I think the premiere is the obvious one. You start there. But you just do random double vote offs. Like Big Brother has their double eviction nights, the only good episode of the of the season. <laughs> <laughs> but Survivor would be like, you know, they do a couple times. Anyways. That'd be fun. I think that's the way to do it. You bring seven from that time period, seven from 41 through 45, and seven from 46 through 49. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, or 45 through 4. I don't know exactly how to cut that up evenly, those nine seasons, because I understand one has to be five, one has to be four, but yeah, they tend to prefer newer people. So I think you would have you get one whole tribe of recent players. Right. Most recent. By the time we get to 50, people will not even want to talk about 41. Nobody even <laughs> really wants to talk about it now. So anyways, that's my thought. Let me know what you guys think for those who listen to this section. All right, let's move on to winner analysis. Now, tomorrow, Mary and I will be doing full-blown all six players. And then next week, we talked with Rebecca. It's confirmed. We will be doing me, Mary, and Rebecca all at the same time doing a, doing a three-way podcast. It's going to we have to do like three with a phone call or something. I said, it's not going to sound like a phone call. So you won't like logistics. You don't worry about it. Just know we're doing me, Mary and Rebecca next week, but this week, Mary and I, so we're just doing top two, Mary today. We'll do all six tomorrow, but top two today. Right. So it'll probably change by tomorrow. It will probably will. I'll probably sleep on it. You'll sleep on it. And then tomorrow we'll change. I mean, I'm not changing my number one, but I might change my number two. So who is your number two, Mary? So my number two is a wild card. And I threw him in last minute, but I'm going to go with Jake. Okay. So we have the same top two then. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I have two, Jake number two and D number one. So I'm assuming same with you. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about Jake together in unison. I agree with you. I agree with you. you. Jake has moved up a bunch. So go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was trying to talk at the same time as you. you Yeah. Go for it. Tell me. Um, I just think that if he gets to the end... He's going to have a great storyline. And right now he's a good person to take to the end because we have these two sides of Reba kind of going back and forth with each other right now. And so they kind of need that buffer. So I think he's going to make it at least a couple more votes. And if he does make it to the end, like he just has an awesome story similar to Emily's where he's been on the bottom, has had no allies, but has had so many votes against him. But he has such an easy pre-merge. It's not quite the same as Emily. Sure. No, no, no. I'm not saying. No, no. Sorry. Similar to Emily in the sense that he had a very hard row to hoe. Not at all like the Ripa Four who have been tight the whole time. Won the majority of their challenges. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Had a tough game to play. Kept going. Kept trying to make moves. <laughs> and he's also just so fun and likable. Like I can yeah. see him getting in front of the jury making a bunch of jokes, you know, connecting with charismatic. Them. Yeah. He's yeah. charismatic. And so, yeah, he could probably yeah, like put his foot in his mouth to, and say something to, like, you never know quite what he's going to say, but at the same time, I just think he's, he's so fun and you can't not like him. I'm so, still worried. He's in a Owen situation where he's like being treated like, sure. Like we, and we liked Owen too, but Owen right. said no, mm-hmm. like foothold in the jury. And Owen, I really appreciate it. 43. Owen was like, super honest about how where he was and i think jake will be the same mm-hmm. i think jake will be super honest about the fact of how he played he's not gonna be delusional right he's not gonna try to sell something that didn't happen he's gonna be honest and i just think people will appreciate jake and respect jake 
I just don't see people voting for Jake to win. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, who does he have to sit next against? Sorry, sit next to, to win at the moment. Katura and Drew. Cause I think Drew is losing ground here. Yes. I don't think Drew's going to get much points from anybody here soon. Can he beat Julie D and Austin at the end? I don't know if he could beat Julie D or Austin. It's possible depending on how bitter the jury is going out at the Reba four because they've mm -hmm. controlled this game so long. Do you either respect that or you just, or you don't like it. So, you know, it just depends on, on how the jury feels, which is, I mean, I guess that's every survivor. And game, next but. week when we do this with Rebecca, we'll try to do this a little, little bit tomorrow. We're going to try to predict, well, next week we'll have a much better foothold. I don't know if that's the right word, a much better idea of who the entire jury is for mm -hmm. the most part and who they like. Right. We are a pretty good idea this week, but Jake right now, I'm like, I don't even know, but as we said before, like, does he even get Bruce's vote? Bruce didn't respect him. You know, like Bruce wasn't a big fan of Jake on his way out the door. Jake, you know, snitching on him. I think Jake had one good episode and we're feeling good about Jake. But long yeah. term, has Jake played a game that the jury is going to respect and vote for him over other people? And at the moment, maybe over Katura. I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe over. I don't know if Drew can tank enough, though. I mean, Drew would have to do some like maybe he has to do more than just throw the pot. You know what I mean? Well, I think he. I think and how he does, does he at the end with those two? I guess Drew like takes them to the end. I don't. I know. think Drew would. Yes. Yeah. I think it. Then we'd have to take Jake and Katura and you know get out the other half of the Reba, which is what should happen. Sure. Soon. Uh, whichever side is smart, either Austin and D or Drew. I don't. You know, we'll see. But that's if you want to make it to the end, that's probably what you should be doing right now, unless you're Julie, who's gone off the deep end yeah and it's hard and we just we we'll know we'll know better after next week's episode because maybe it's voted off and this is all for nothing right. but well i just think i picked jake because like i said i just think he's charismatic enough to win over the jury mm -hmm. you're right he hasn't really we haven't been shown that he's connected well with people no. in this whole game he no. has been alone a lot so th that is his biggest con right now but i think pros are he'll probably get taken to the end he has such a big heart and, and he's so just passionate about the game that I could definitely see him talking his way into a million dollars. With, um, with, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't see, I mean, I have, I'm high on Jake. Also, since the match chat is now dead, I think we should talk about this with the match chat now dead, the soft story theory is in full effect. And as, a, as we've mentioned, Jake and D are the only one to give a soft story and then not go the next week. Mm -hmm. So far, I don't know about Katura. Right. Turge gave hers. I think that means she's gone next week. We'll see. <laughs> We're three weeks in a row now this happening. Is Katura gone next week? But the thing is, Jake and D are the only one to give one. And they gave it the same episode so early. They established this so early. Nobody mm -hmm. else got one in the pre-merge. Right. We waited until the post-merge give anyone else one. It's just like, all right, well, maybe Jake gets second place mm. and D wins. Yeah. You know? Maybe he gets a vote or two. Yeah, like maybe he does get some respect votes. Some anti, or maybe even anti-D votes. I don't know who's anti-D at the moment, but maybe somebody would be anti-D by the end. Well, really, who's pro-D right now besides Austin and Julie? D's toes. Does not get no, extra votes. Only like, <laughs> does Caleb care about D? Does Kelly care about D? Yeah, does here's Kendrick the thing. So D's sitting next to Julie at the end. I... Caleb could vote with Emily. I'm not Caleb and Emily are tight 
and then Caleb could trust Emily and be like, all right, I'll vote for Julie. I, I mm-hmm. trust you because I've been there in so long, you know. Right. He is the mayor of the jury. Uh, I, I have no, I don't really know at the moment. It's just if Julie's not there, well, let's just say it's strictly D versus who. Julie's not there. It could be. Are we saying D versus Jake? D versus Jake. D versus Kajura. I think Emily said she's voting for the best player. I think she's going to vote for the Reba group. The one that she kept falling to. She kept, she kept trying, to, trying to work yeah. with and mm-hmm. saw them as the power. That's why she's doing it. I think she's mm-hmm. voting for Reba. Well, yeah, but I Emily is not the whole jury. Well, I know. I'm trying to walk through the jury and I'm thinking of Caleb. I think Caleb will trust Emily's judgment. I could be wrong. So that's the most recent person. Also the earliest person. So Kelly. Uh, is Kelly going to vote for Jake? There's no real reason to. They're old Bello, but that's about all they got. They didn't have like a connection that we mm-hmm. saw. You know, Bruce ain't voting for Jake. You keep saying that. Bruce did not Why respect Jake. Why would he Jake. not vote for Jake? Bruce is hanging 10 and having fun, but Bruce did not really like Jake that much. I don't know what the... What, what do you no, he, Mary's going to be like a face by They the were way. like best buds. Just no, because, they were not. Just because he kept voting for him. Yeah, and he, and he snitched on him and t- told people information Bruce knew he was going to do. I... I'm not sure. saying Bruce is not friends with Jake. I'm saying I don't think Bruce respects Jake's game to vote for him. Okay. I think Bruce, I could be wrong. Votes for Bruce, Yes, Bruce is kind of an oddity here in terms of how everyone talks about him and everything. You're right. Bruce might be Bella Strong all the way. Bruce might get out. You're right. Bruce might go Bella Strong. You might vote for Jake. I but I do that. think that D needs to slap Austin and Julie on that jury. Yes. Yes. It, don't play emotional d put them on the jury make it happen <laughs> i think the think they'll be okay i think they'll vote for you i don't think they're voting for drew at the moment the way he's going he's going down down a path of uh like anakin to the dark side, to the dark side yeah. <laughs> fear leads to hate hate leads to suffering well i think so i think d is our number one for several reasons one because of the edit i mean we get content from her all the time about every single thing. Yeah. She's she's in, in charge, baby. She's in charge of the Reba 4, now probably the Reba 3. She's in charge of the game and and her tight alliances as you've mentioned several times. I've said they would never vote her out. So she's apparently super likable and <laughs> makes connections with Here we're in the final 6 and two people will not vote her right. off. If she puts in- Including her, it's three. Half the people here will not vote off D. If she puts a, if she puts Austin and Julie, Julie slap on, them on the on jury, the tri- on the jury, they will vote for her. That's two. I think that people would respect her game because she ended up taking down the re before, mm. and then she would get a few more votes. Mm. I mean, I don't know who specifically she would get, but. I think she would get more votes for doing that, for taking out her biggest competition. You ready? Here's the path for yeah. D. This okay. is the perfect path. You slap Drew on the jury, which, by the way, is not going to be, you don't even have to do it. Put Drew on the jury next week, because I think there's already sentiment for that. Final five, because Austin plays Idol Final Six. Final five, slap Austin on the jury. Mm-hmm. Final four, beat Julian Fire, because she's the final boss of the season, supposedly. Then you win. Because D, to me, feels almost like a Tommy. It's like kind of a little bit boring. Yeah, but it makes sense. Yeah, and we kind of—I mean, I say from a mile away. I saw it starting with episode nine. I don't know if that's really a mile away, but it's like, yeah, okay, fine. She did nothing wrong. And I think you just slap you slap the reeb on the jury one after another. Take Jake and Katura to the end. You know, or is if Bella wants to be Bella Strong? All right, pick your Bella. 
Right. You know? <laughs> Pick your bellow. Pick your bellow. Because I got three Rebas on the jury out of eight. Right. All she needs to do is convince you only need out of a jury of eight. The the minimum is four. It's depending uh, on if the vote splits right, or not. Right. But five is really what you need. Right. But you got three already between your Rebas. Mm-hmm. I you think you she could get two more. She could definitely convince two more. I think I'm she sure. convince two more. Yeah. yeah. Just, you only need five to win. Four at minimum if the vote split happens just mm-hmm. correct for you. So I don't know. I think it's a that's a path that D, but I think at the moment D would I think even if D went to them with Rebas, I don't know. Yeah, I still see why I don't still see, just don't see why anybody here would be here. I want to throw something out. Somebody commented this past week on one of my videos. And let me know what you all think. So on the and I already told Mary about this year, I saw it. Uh on the intro, the 45 intro, somebody commented that. Unlike in past seasons where it shows the names like bottom, middle, top, like it like says, you know, during the theme song, right? It says like who people are, but it's like kind of like random. It's not, there's no real rhyme or reason. Well, this season, literally everybody's name, 17 and 18 players names are on the bottom of the screen, which is unusual. Usually it's like all over the place. There's no consistency this year. It's very consistent. Yeah. They're all in a row. And then D's the very last one. Her name's at the top. Mm hmm. Of the screen. Go and look at it. You, you'll you be blown away. Now, now that you've been told this, you cannot unsee it. Once I saw that comment, I was like, are you sure? I went and watched. I'm like, I didn't see it before, but now I can't unsee right. it. Right. It know? seems so obvious once it was pointed out. Yeah. Yeah. But like, we didn't see it. If somebody did not comment that on a video, kind of like, well, I think I would figure out the sob story thing, but it was pointed out to me and I paid closer attention. I was like, oh, well, you're on to something here. Same with this comment. It's like, oh, well, you're on to something here. You yeah. know? Yeah. Maybe if D wins that, I guess that was besides that was the sob story. Here's another hint. Yeah. That she's the winner. Well, it'll be the first thing. Cause it happened on episode one. I know. I'm just saying that, but like it totally, it passed us and we're super into the show. Right. You know, the cat, most of the casual audience, but maybe you get like that one person who just isn't into the show and they just notice the audience. You're like, huh, that's weird though. You know? So somebody, I'm sure somebody noticed we're looking for different things. We're not looking at the theme song for our hints. For who's going to win. Right. So. Usually not. Maybe we didn't look at the right spot. And, some, you know. So anyway, somebody commented that somebody noticed the difference, the oddity. So, yeah. We'll see if if this is true, though, and D does win. Don't do it for 46. Oh, yeah. Please put everyone's names, like, in the middle or something. <laughs> you know. Keep them cons- or very randomly, want- like, top, middle, bottom, top, middle, bottom. Surprise me. Yeah. yeah. But if that's true. Wow. They got away with it for, like, what? 10 weeks now? 11 weeks? Have, You're saying because we caught on, then they have. Well, I haven't seen anybody else comment about this at all. Like, it's not been on. I mean, we didn't comment on. It's on Survivor subreddit. On. I haven't seen it on Twitter, Instagram. It's literally like somebody commented this, and I was like, right. So they've wow. gotten away with it basically the whole season. That's, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. But I'm saying we're podcasting to like you know, literally over ten thousand people at minimum. Sure. So it's not just three people who. Not just one person commenting in you and I and, and Rebecca. It's I <laughs> thousands of people literally have now heard this. Okay. I know what you're saying though. Okay. I know okay. what you're saying. I'm not saying we're the end all be all by any means. I'm just saying, but now the word spread the word. Spread the word. Spread the word. Know. D's name, top of the intro. All right. I don't know if that's the end all be all by any means. It, if she loses, it was just uh what's that? A red herring. Yeah. So I can't put too much stock into it. The soft story has history to it. The match chat had history to There's it. There's evidence evidence there's history mm-hmm. and evidence this one is just there's no consi- like i checked the last time they did the theme song the edge of extinction because winners of war was not an official one just thrown on social media mm-hmm. the last official one edge of extinction there was no it was they were all over the place it was no like it wasn't like chris had it at the top and everybody else didn't it wasn't nothing like that so. right 
All right. Well, that's it for our top two winner analysis. We'll do all six tomorrow. I'm positive. Watch Jake move. Now that we talked ourselves out of Jake, at least I talked to myself out of Jake. He's still number two. For me. Oh, well, we'll see how you feel. Yeah, tomorrow. we'll see after I sleep on it. All right. Let's move on to your all's questions every week on YouTube. Ask for y'all to give me questions. All right. So let me pull, pull <laughs> these up. I always say that to pull up time. I need to talk longer because I'm a little slow. All right. So first question is from the Quackzilla. Why did why do they see Julia as this big threat on Reba? I mean, I guess she's a good player. However, I feel like this jury will vote for the best strategic player. And who can convince them they play the best game? So why are people saying Julie's the biggest threat, Mary? Well, we've talked about it a little bit during the episode. We're not 100% sure. It's not based on anything we've really seen besides just her relationships with people and how everyone loves her as a mom. And I think people are just are afraid that everyone on the jury loves her. I guess that's that's her biggest threat. Yeah, I'm not too sure either. It's clearly she's doing something we're not seeing. Because there's nothing shown that I'm like, yeah, Julie, what a big threat. Yeah. She's no Jesse. So, all right. The next question's from Char. Oh, this is a long name. Sharma. We'll call it Charmy. Do you think the Matt chat theory will be resurrected in Survivor 46? I don't think so. I think if they ever do it again. It's going to be when we least expect it. Mm-hmm. Like season 49, you know, like <laughs> out of the, nowhere. Something All of a sudden random. the Matt chat's relevant for a season. Yeah. But and we won't even know because they've been throwing us off for four or five seasons at that point. Yeah. So the it's not and at that point that's not even a match chat. The match chat was only a theory because it was consistent every time from thirty three through forty four. It's not a match chat theory if it's happens every so often. That's not a theory at that point. It's right. not that's not a thing. It's just like oh, it just happened to line up that season. So, all right. Next question is from. Let's see here if they were lowered. There you go. Vi. Violet asked, can't wait to hear Couture as your number one winner pick. <laughs> not even close, Violet. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> you crazy, crazy. I mean, that would be a really fun season, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I think that would. OK, so if Couture won, it would be funny. But I don't know if that would make it would not make the season better. Yeah, probably not. All right. Next question from NFL Eagles. Uh, not official, by the way. Not the official Eagles, obviously. <laughs> uh, please explain why Julie didn't just go for Austin. Because she didn't want to turn against D. D told her this information. And we're assuming D said, okay, I'm telling you this. Use your idol and save yourself. Write anybody's name except Austin. Yeah, she would ruin her relationship with D. And also, I mean, Drew was the one who kind of originally gunned for her. And Austin was the one that told D. And D was the one that told Julie. So, in a sense, Austin helped save her tonight. So, you know, just maybe she was trying to... <laughs> be fair i think their issue was that austin has an idol and she knows it that's true and she didn't know if he would play it or not so that's another fair reason you know why she wouldn't vote for austin in case he played his idol jj mara wants to know do you think austin did the right thing telling d or was he too emotional and made a blunder Ugh, he was kind of emotional like <laughs> if his number one goal is to take d to the end yes this was the right move mm-hmm should his number one goal be to take Dee to the end? No. No. <laughs> Probably not. He wants to kiss those lips. <laughs> okay. That's the real answer. Yeah. I've been there. If Mary and I were in this game, to be fair, Mary, if I met you on Survivor, I'd probably be the same as Austin. I don't think I would submit. It's not, uh, my personality is not, not quite as submissive as Austin, but I definitely would want you in the final three with me. Sure. Like straight up. 
Mm-hmm. I would be making the same blunder. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be a submissive thing, but it would definitely be like, you're coming with me. It'd be like Boss Rahman. You're coming with me, Mary. If I can get you there, you're coming with me. Let's go. Right. And you'd be like, woohoo. <laughs> I hope. I think a better way of handling this would be for Austin to tell her maybe right before tribal. Mm-hmm. So there's not time to do anything about it. So, so she doesn't feel like she was backstabbed. Sure. But they still can get Julie out. I don't know. I, it's not really a great situation in any no. scenario. Next question is from NTP Caleb. Why is this such an unsatisfying end to Emily's story? Hmm. Why is because she didn't even reach the final episode. Right. Well, she kept getting built up for so much. She like, idled out. She kind of flamed out. Like No, she literally got idled out. Like I it wasn't am, like a majority. No, I understand what you're saying. I understand. Sorry. I know that's a thing. I'm just saying like it felt to me she was such a bright character and such a passionate character and such a important character. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, it kind of felt like a fizzle at the end is what I was I was trying to relate it to fire. Make a cool analogy here. I know I was I think I said what I was saying wrong as well. Sorry for the misunderstanding. What I'm saying is that she got idled out. And I think maybe that's why it felt unsatisfying. Like sure. she didn't go out like in a blaze of glory. She got she right. went out because Julie by herself. It was almost it wasn't as bad as a rock draw going out. Oh, but it's yeah. kind of like, oh, Julie single handedly. But it wasn't mm-hmm. really Julie single handedly. It was really Reba minus. I mean, it was really Austin. D and Julie made this happen. So, but it, it, I don't know. It just didn't feel like Emily went out guns a blazing. Also, Emily had been making blunders leading up to this. Like she it didn't feel like she really was trying to like get rid of Reba. Right. Yeah. Emily definitely made some major mistakes. And so, which is why she went out, obviously. But, and I think we, we just kind of fell in love with her growth. And then for her to go out on, like you said, one vote. Two episodes before the finale. Right. It did, it did feel a little unsatisfactory to her story. We wanted Emily going out back to the wall, you know, machine guns in both hands, <laughs> just shooting. Right. You know, you know making fire would have been really cool. Yeah. Or, you know, everybody voting for her and whatever. Something where it's like, clearly she had no other option. She did everything she could. Right. It felt like in this case, she could have done, she could have done more and she blew it. Yeah. So. Pancake asks, who do you think is going to be the first Reba gone? I think Drew. Mm. At this point, yeah, probably Drew, although it should be Julie. Next question, or last question. No more music asks, does Jeff own any other shirts? <laughs> I don't pay attention to it. He used to wear different colors. <laughs> Doesn't he wear the same thing all the time? He always wears blue now. He used oh, to wear really? different colors. If you huh. go back and watch past seasons, he would wear like black, he'd wear green. Uh, he'd wear like a, like, I think he used to wear tan, though. I think the tan never looked good on Jeff. But yeah, no, it basically just owns different shades of blue. He's even joked about, if you watch the My Survivor China Secrets video, or if you even just watch, it's on YouTube, by the way, where Jeff talks about his wardrobe, Survivor, specifically Survivor China. He shows a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. He says, all right, here's my closet with all these different shades of blue. So it's been a joke for oh, gotcha. ever now. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't pay attention, I guess. No, no, no. I expect you to know. I'm just saying people want, like it's been, this, this joke's been going on for 30 seasons now at least you know jeff only wears blue but sometimes he wears black sometimes he wears i think a shade of green you know just like his hat change you almost don't you know my phone just went off you almost don't even notice that his hat changes. he wears an orange a green hat you know no i know his hat, hat changes a lot yeah. yeah oh i almost don't even pay attention but all right well that's it for this week's we only got two weeks left 
Oh. Two weeks left, and then we'll take a break. Take until 46 break. comes back. Yep. Till next. Well, time. that's not true because during the off season, we're going to be doing podcasts for. We already did one for Nicaragua. This off season, we're planning on doing one for Redemption Island, mm-hmm. and then for South Pacific. That's right. the goal, and those will be on Patreon. Yeah, in the off season. So, all right. We appreciate all for listening, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.